Hey, everybody. Uh, sorry this episode is a week late. I'll say that right up front. My bad. We had uh, some major technical issues with this. It took me hours to edit this episode. Um, so please, please forgive us. Um, we're going to be doubling up. Well, I think I shouldn't even say that. I shouldn't even say that because I don't know if that's going to happen. You might just get this episode, um, which is going to put us off schedule for March of the Zombies. This is March of the Zombies month. We're doing all zombie movies, and I think you're going to end up getting one less than we wanted to do. But don't worry. We will still, no matter what happens, be doing Resident Evil, much to Melissa's dismay. Um, so yeah, anyway, this week, Melissa and I are talking about... Oh, we're joined by my lovely wife, Amanda, this week. We had a guest, my wife. My wife, Amanda. Um, to talk about Brad Pitt's uh, War World War Z. I almost said War of the Worlds. World War Z, 2014. Um, and be warned, we don't have a lot of nice things to say about that movie. Um, Amanda has some nice things to say, but um, by the end of the episode, I think we had her also disliking the movie. Because uh, that's what this show does to us sometimes. Sometimes it takes movies that we love and then we look at it really closely and we analyze it and we start talking about it. And we're like, wait a second, this movie's dog shit. Um, so yeah, that kind of happened to Amanda this time and it was our fault. But anyway, it's a fun conversation nonetheless. Um, also discussed this episode, uh, my lovely wife Amanda talks about Urban Explorer, aka The, Dep- the Depraved from 2011. Hide and Seek from 2005. Melissa talks about Livid from 2011. Uh, Amanda and Melissa talk about No Exit from 2022. And I am blessing you all with uh, some glorious reviews of the entire Resident Evil uh, franchise this month. I'm doing two this week, two next week, and I think one the week before we do Resident Evil, the actual movie. Um, So I thought that would be fun to go through and watch all these movies. And I got to tell you, some of them are awesome and some of them are just awful. Uh, But this week I'm doing Resident Evil Apocalypse from 2004, which I think was a pretty awesome movie. Uh, By no means a good movie, but definitely a fun one. And Resident Evil Extinction, which I did not like as much. Um, I think that's it. We hope you guys are enjoying March of the Zombies. Uh, Next week or next month, April, is going to be Anthology April. So we're going to be jamming through some some, uh, anthology movies. That'll be fun. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 85. Where is this going? Uh, where is it going? <laughs> where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Kalajo. That song's about herpes. Oh. Cotton Eye Joe is about herpes? Yeah. So we can all relate, huh? <laughs> I have never had herpes. Well, we probably all have well, the, it, the one strain of herpes, I mean, right? I had um, shingles, so I do have technically have herpes. No, well, I thought shingles that... Shingles isn't herpes. It is a, a herpes virus. It's. I thought it was the, uh, uh, like the uh, chicken pox thing. Yeah. I don't know. They say I think it. you're very no, wrong. Well, I've had it, so <laughs> I, it's what they told me. Really? Yeah, it's part of the herpes virus. I think they lied to you. Well, I don't know why they would do that. Probably because they didn't like you. Um, okay. You came in and they were like, how small are you? And then they, they were like, ew. How little are you? <laughs> um, let's see here. Are we really looking this up? Hello, yes. everyone. Welcome to our show. This is not the <laughs> Dr. Melissa and Professor Yes, Chuck. shingles are also called herpes zoster. Really? Yes. Yeah, I, I was, told you okay. I had right. shingles. I was proven wrong. Melissa had herpes. Mm, it's true.
Yes. I'm your host, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your herpes, I mean, horror co-host, Mel. Or herpes co-host. <laughs> Indeed you are. And this is the weekly podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies chosen based on a monthly theme now. Wow, for now. For now. Who knows We'll see how you. it goes. Yeah. I actually like it a lot because it's, like I said last episode, and I'll probably say that again next episode, I hate picking movies. Yeah, dude, it's been pretty easy because <laughs> like, I have a list yeah. now, and it's written out, and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Do do. You know exactly what we're going to be doing, even though I cha- completely changed this month's list. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they were all five of them were Living Dead movies, and I was like, we can't do that. So I switched hey, it we up. we could. I guess we could. But let's not. But like... Also, some of those movies, like, what are you gonna? What more are you gonna say about Return of the Living Dead? Like, what more are you gonna say about Night of the Living Dead? Like, you're just gonna be like, this movie's really great, and it's, uh, you know, well, yeah, Return of the Living Dead's my favorite genre so of horror I'd be like, movies. Yeah, look at them titties, <laughs> titties. Anyway, this month is uh, March of the Zombies, and we will be talking about World War Z later, starring Brad Pitt and a whole shit ton of other people. Yes, that's true. Uh, we have a guest today. My Do lovely we? wife Amanda is joining us. Last My minute, wife. last Hi. minute decision. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. How are you? You I'm look lovely. Thank you. Thank you for being on today. <laughs> well, my kids are gone, so I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, she you doesn't like, know where they went. I'm just but gonna be gone. alone at home. <laughs> I was like, come on the podcast. You've seen World War Z like a billion times. It's true. That's cool. Fair. Awesome. Well, it is very nice yes. to have you. Welcome. Um, it's nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> So, Melissa. Yeah, buddy. As is tradition, what did you watch? Oh, that's what you want to know? This week. You're not going to ask me how I am, though. No. I don't don't care how you are. Fine. I'm great. Thanks. for. You always always are mean to me at the the beginning of mine. And I'll be like, oh, I'm doing well. And you're like, no one asked. Um, (laughs) If you're listening out there, Chuck's mom, your son. Come get him. What? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean to me, mommy. Mommy. <laughs> okay. She's never mean to me. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. All right. I'll tell you what I watched since you asked. And it is tradition. So. And also the point of the show. Get to the movies. I hope we didn't watch the same thing, though. I know for a fact we didn't. Okay. <laughs> I watched 2011's. French horror film on Shutter. They just added a bunch of horror. Ooh, yes, French horror. they did. I just watched Livid. Okay. Oh, I didn't. So, see written and directed by Julian Mari and Alexandre Bustillo, who both wrote and directed Inside. Mm-hmm. You know, which we did in December because it's a Christmas movie. Yes. Duh. Which is a really hard watch. Yeah, this movie's great. Um, it's about. Let me give you the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> It's young Lucy's first day as a trainee in-house caregiver. She visits Mrs. Jessel, an old woman who lies in cerebral coma by herself in her large desolate house. Learning by accident that Mrs. Jessel, a former dance teacher of repute, supposedly possesses a treasure somewhere in the house, Lucy and friends William and Ben decide to search the house in hopes of finding it. At night, they get into the house, which reveals itself to be increasingly peculiar. Their hunt for Miss Jessel's treasure leads them into a horrifying supernatural series of events that will change Lucy forever i swear anymore you you read on this show more than you talk well there anymore. is a book club there so yes book club. reading is fundamental 
but it's also Anyways, dangerous. So this already starts off great and attention grabbing with an eerie opening music and shots of cemeteries. And there's like a nasty face of a deceased person on a beach with a crab crawling over its face, which cool. really doesn't seem to have anything to do with the story. But it's a cool <laughs> opening. But it's there and it's <laughs> yeah. cool. The special effects are absolutely well done. There's some great gore and moments where my skin is like crawling. Yeah, if it's anything there's like... There's a scene... Where someone's eyes are like, you know, a little spoiler, light spoiler. They're um, practically stapled shut. You could, you could, you could <laughs> cough. It's okay. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're coughing on air. My wife is dying. On it's okay. Can you die, like die quietly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can die. Just keep it down. <laughs> See, like you got meatball excited. There's like a dog death. in your crotch. <laughs> Find someone else's crotch. Meatball, come lick my elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yes, there's a scene where someone gets their their eyes stapled shut, ooh. and oof, ah, oof. is Eek. it is it uh, harder or easier to watch than, easier. than uh, inside? Easier, easier. It's, it's not, great though. There is some good gore. Um, there's a few different cover arts alone that had me interested. If you like, look it up and like, or see it in shadow. There's some great stuff. Um, so it's definitely my reason for picking this movie. And then it has like a, like, there's like these killer ballerinas sort of killer ballerinas. You gotta watch it. It's cool. really cool. It's like a little the slow ballerina first, in cabin in the woods. Yes. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Except the faces, you know, prettier. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Um, they probably got maybe some inspiration. No. Cause that came out before this, right? No. After this. Cabin what in year woods? did that come out? 14 2014 2014 yeah so this was first so maybe they did get some inspiration there and um oh there's the bloody ballerina yeah it's really cool it's wild looking yeah i definitely say check out it's a little slow at first and i'm not crazy about the ending like the very ending but Uh we'll get there um here's some light spoiler fun facts for fellow horror lovers uh you could tell the writers are definitely big horror lovers so um Mrs. Jessel obtained her master's degree in dance from Duratan's Academy, the School of Ballet and Black Magic in Dario Argento's Suspiria. Oh, cool. So cool. Uh, when Lucy, William, and Ben are having trouble getting the car started, they are approached by three children wearing masks, a witch, a jack-o'-lantern, and a skull. Halloween three. Yes. So at which point Ben sings Happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock, you know, the homage to Halloween yeah, 3. Hey, boarders. So it's supposed to... I said it. So this is supposed to take place Halloween, like. Halloween, so you can't watch Halloween. this until October because this apparently takes place like the night before Halloween. Which, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah, which I didn't realize, but it's they March. Like, mentioned it's it. March of the Zombies. It's not Halloween. Yeah. I can't watch this. And then, um, Are you crazy? I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say this French name because I can't pronounce it, but it's Ooh, the I pub. Can. La Ganou Abatou? No, nope. well, I can't read it from here. Well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I took French. I still don't get it. <laughs> the pub, the three protagonists frequent, translates to the slaughtered lamb. It literally is the sign oh, really? of the slaughtered lamb. Wow. It's like, obviously an homage to John Landis's American Werewolf in London. So that's really cool. And then also, it's not a fun fact, but you could definitely tell that Don't Breathe got some inspiration from this movie. It okay. feels like. I like Don't Breathe. Oh, I do too. It's a good movie. So, influenced by Dario Ardento's Suspiria, an Italian giallo subgenre, it's a hauntingly beautiful and poetic nightmare with lovely atmosphere, dark fairy tale, and plenty of horrific gore. The Jessel Mansion looks extremely eerie, both inside and outside, and there is enough stylish terror to satisfy fans of inside. The climax of Livid is a little disappointing, but overlook that, we have another stunning example of French extremity horror. And that was actually a review from Humanoid of Flesh, so thank you for that, I agree. Okay. So, Livid. It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Good. A little slow at first, but really gets to it and cool. it's enjoyable. I might break my Halloween rule because I saw that well, on Well, you there. can't really tell that it's a Halloween movie. They only mention it in passing, like where he says, like, oh, no, it's the day before but, Halloween. But you don't or understand. Whatever. You don't understand. 
You don't understand. He's like the Sheldon of horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I Gross. can't. I can't. Like I start. I, I've started movies before and gotten like halfway through them, and then realized like we're going to the Halloween party. I'm like, no, and I'll turn it off. <laughs> like it is July. It is not Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I just can't do That's it. Fair. Holiday movies should be watched. What well, does that work with TV shows if you're month. binging a show and then it's like the Halloween? Episode. I don't like it. I'll tell you that because I just watched like I don't like Euphoria. It. I'm just like just started that and the, just the kids are watching the some kids were watching some episode the other day of some some cartoon and it was a Christmas episode and I was like turn this shit off, turn it off. It's hmm. March. Did it's they listen? Because I wouldn't listen. I said get out of here, Dad. No, I didn't. I didn't tell them. You're not the boss. I didn't. Me. T- I didn't tell them to turn it off. But I'm being 100 percent real with you. It does bother me. I know. I know you. <laughs> You're fucking. Weird. I will skip holiday episodes. Sometimes of TV shows I just watch, watch Halloween shows. movies or like throughout the year. I watch a fucking Muppets Christmas Carol like all You're year long. You're a fucking long. Muppet. <laughs> no, that's my line. I stole you know, it. That's my favorite. I insult. stole it and used it against you. <laughs> my, how the turns have tables. <laughs> how the turntables. Is that the office? Yeah. What is how the turntables? How the turns have tabled. Anyways, yes. moving on. Moving right along. I watched Loose and Fancy Free. That's from the Muppet movie. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I watched Hulu's 2022's Hulu's? No Exit. No Usually, Exit. Oh, I no saw exit. that. Usually um, Hulu movies are shit, but I really liked this one. I liked it too. Uh, so based on a book by the same name written by Taylor Adams, uh, during a blizzard and stranded at an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains, a college student discovers a kidnapped child hidden in a car belonging to one of the people inside. Woo. Ooh. And he's got that like Allstate guy, the commercial guy with the deep voice. Yeah, and he has Allstate. like a white beard. Yeah, he looks good though. Yeah, he's my favorite person in this movie. Same. Allstate guy, I'm drawing yeah. a blank. I I, I actually just, like Darby, the main character. Oh, she was great. Yeah. Oh, the actress was incredible. Uh, so this movie was actually good. It was, yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, uh, there's movie. some. There's a bunch of huh. twists and turns. Um. So a recovering drug addict played by Havana Rose Lou or Lee, I don't know how you say that, traveling to see her dying mother hits a storm and has to stay the night at a visitor center with four others. She finds a young girl in the back of a van tied up and clearly kidnapped. How does she save the girl when she doesn't know who she can trust? Very exciting, quite brutal and bloody and well acted at places, uh, especially by the main character. She was phenomenal. And, you know, a film to be commended for fitting so much into just 95 minutes. Yes. Uh, there are plenty of twists and turns. There was one that I predicted, but then one after that that I did not see coming. Which Ooh, is I love it when that happens. Yeah. When uh, they well, double down on the twist. Yeah. That's always the and best. And it all leads to an impressive, tense climax. It's definitely well worth watching. It's like a roller coaster of intensity. It doesn't let up until even the last second. And there's um, a scene with a nail gun that I really enjoyed that yeah. made me go, oh, no. Did you, pre- I'm not going to give anything away, but did you predict what was going to happen after they kissed in the bathroom? Or yes. Or was that the that, surprise? That was not the surprise for me. That was like, when oh, she went to go talk to me. that person uh, to like tell him what's going on. I was like, no, he's a part of this. Oh. Like, no way. But then when... Don't spoil it. It's the new. The other person surprised. See, I, I didn't get that. I, you guys are I knew it was around the, spoiling we, this. Uh-huh. We, were, we were opposites. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Although that one dude was kind of hot. Uh, yeah i was like oh he's not innocent that's too hot <laughs> too hot What's it? his name was carlos or um, whatever it was his daddy Diego. to me <laughs> daddy his name was daddy okay. so no exit right. i actually really enjoyed it i like was shocked because you know how hulu movies are usually like dookie booty so <laughs> dookie booty yes i know how they're usually this one booty. was definitely a surprise and pleasant uh watch so I, I highly recommend it cool those are the two things i watched so 
Anyone else? Lovely. I'll go next. No, I guess. You guess. Unless you want to go right now. Oh, I'm not as interesting as you, so if you want to <laughs> do like the sandwich, I'm gonna have thing. to disagree. I'm gonna have to disagree. You want to end your segment with like my wife? No. Did you want to talk about a movie? Well, I saw No Exit. Okay. I watched so many movies. I you was do. so you lazy. You watch more than I do. Nothing wrong with that. Well, That's I a watched good thing on this show. <laughs> I watched yes. them while I do housework. So like, yeah, housework. I'll have to fold like eight loads what of laundry. It takes two housework. hours. I might as well watch a movie. Yeah. What's housework? Don't worry about it's the it. Stuff that Michael Mike does. Take, take <laughs> hey, well, actually, actually, he does do the laundry though. I appreciate him for that. So, what'd you watch? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, no exit, which we already talked about. I. What were your thoughts? You liked it just as much as Melissa did. Yeah. Yeah. Same thoughts. Good, good movie. Um. I watched 2011's Urban Explorer. Okay. It also goes by another name, but I don't remember. Oh, you were telling me about this movie. Um. Is this the movie that upset you? No. You watched a movie recently that upset you like a lot. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That was the uh, your guy's porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part with me in it really got to you. Oh, the other word, <laughs> the other name for that movie, I think, is d- the depraved. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The you depraved. were telling. Me. No, you watched a movie. You watched a movie that bothered you so badly that you got trashed to try to forget about it. Oh. oh dang. Tell um, me more about that. Yeah, well, I now I don't remember it on purpose. Okay, well you're coming back on next week and you're going to talk about it. Yeah, but I'll try. To, I'll try to find it during today. Yeah, um, give so us some of that depraved info. So a bunch info. of people. Give us the four one one on the depraved. A bunch <laughs> of people who don't know each other, <laughs> other than one couple, go. They pay a tour guide to go, go in the tunnels on in Berlin. And it's like off limits. You're not allowed to go there. So as above, so be- so below. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no spiritual aspect or anything. Oh, there was okay. just a crazy guy. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You told me it was like a killer. Yep, he's crazy depraved. guy. That, crazy guy depraved? that kills and they eat, eats people. Oh, he Ooh. eats them. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, he's pretty depraved. Depraved and hungry. <laughs> depraved and hungry. Um, yes, his appetite was depraved. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good one, buddy. Uh, yeah. Ooh. I don't know. It was fun. Excuse me, sorry. Oh, I thought, I'm I thought you were gonna be done talking. Like, yep, that was it. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was boring. No, you're um, not boring. Depraved. I, oh, here we go. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says a disillusioned field surgeon who is suffering from post-traumatic stress dis- stress disorder makes a man out of body parts and brings him. No, that's not right. <laughs> that sounds that's a that different. There's that, another movie called Depraved. No, that's, apparently, um, that's um. <laughs> Uh, Larry Larry Fessenden's movie. Yeah, that depraved. That's what I thought you were talking about. And when yeah. you started telling it to me, I was like, "That's not what depraved is about." And then you looked up the other movie, Urban, Ur- whatever. Urban Explorer. That movie that you're describing, depraved, was directed by Larry Fessenden, and it is. It's a really good movie. Oh, it's well, a modern day it like out. contemporary Frankenstein movie. Ooh. Yeah, and I think it's on Hulu. Frankenstein. It, it at least was on Hulu. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on this show. I don't know. I don't listen when you talk. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, and then I watched 19 something, um, <laughs> 19 something. <laughs> That's it. it was in the, it was in the 1900s. You know, it was in the early 1900s. <laughs> like when I was born, <laughs> <laughs> that's what my kids say. Yeah. Um, Alex the other day was we were born in the late 1900s. Yeah, that he was like, you guys were born in the late 1900s. And oh you shut your gosh. fucking mouth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you guys like discipline him enough. <laughs> Oh, no, he's fine. No, he's fine. He's hilarious. No, uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, because he said that. He's had some decent burns. Like, <laughs> no, he's yeah. smart and funny. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 
I like him because he calls me m'lady, so. He calls you m'lady? Yes. He doesn't call you Zava anymore? No, he refuses. He calls me Melissa by my full name, and then when we were at dinner the other night, he said m'lady. That's adorable. <laughs> That's I funny. know. Um, hide and Seek with Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning. Fanning? I've never seen this. So I honestly, if you, I hope people listening have seen it because it's a great movie. Um, I don't want to say anything about it because if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth watching without knowing what you're watching. So the less you know, it's one of those movies. Yeah. Like if you know anything about it. Well, it's Robert De Niro. It. So yeah. <laughs> it's called Hide and Seek? Mm-hmm. It's from 2005. Oh, really? Yes. So not That was the year my brother was born. Gross. Mm. Hide and Seek? Yes. I've never heard of this. I've never even heard. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. But hey, that's cool. The twist at the end. So there's great a twist. twist. Um, yeah. It's a little slow. Is it a horror movie? It's it considered it a horror, oh, yeah. but so it's it more, I would say it's more of a, a thriller. thriller. Oh, okay. Dakota Fanning was such a baby. Yeah. She's so young. Yeah. Dakota Fanning was fabulous mm-hmm. in the movie. And um, yeah, the twist really gets you. Do you remember when Dakota Fanning was in everything? Yeah, and in she the was early a year for a while, yeah. Jeez, yeah. you couldn't. You couldn't. And then it was Chloe Moritz. Yeah. Yeah, Chloe Moritz needs to do more stuff. We yeah. talked about mm. a. Poop she and, should poop try to. Yeah, she after that, I don't know. But that, that wasn't her fault. She did a good job in that movie. She her, could have read that script and been like, this is goofy as fuck. I don't think. It, the, I don't think the script was the problem. I think there the, was a lot of problems. The, yeah, there were. We Is both, this the baby in the airplane movie? Yeah. 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 We both agree that this that movie was bananas and like a complete mess, but it wasn't her fault. That had to do with some poor choices and CGI and oh, yeah. just over the top I think nonsense. it was a good concept that they didn't know what to do with. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how do we start talking about poop in the poop? We're talking about Shadow in the Cloud, by the way. Yeah. Melissa, Melissa nicknamed Poop in the Poop. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's funny because Pat calls it that too now. Yeah, I can, I, I, anytime yeah. Somebody, every time I see it, hi, like Pat. I'm scrolling around. Yeah, hi, Pat. Nice new haircut. Yeah, fuck off, Pat. Oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hi, Pat. Nice new haircut. <laughs> is that, did you really say that? I just said that, yeah. Um, for some reason, that reminded me of an Adam Sandler thing. Do you remember, do you remember that CD, that Adam Sandler CD in the 90s where it was like... No. Uh... Like the severe beating, and now the severe beating of nope. a school, uh, uh, an elementary school bus driver. Nope. And it's just him, like <laughs> the, the kids are coming on. He's like, "Hello, Tommy. Hey there, Brian. Nice new backpack." <laughs> <laughs> and then some guy gets on. He's like, "Uh, sir, can I see your bus pass, please?" And then it's the dude just starts beating the shit that out of him. That sounds awful. <laughs> it was really funny. And traumatic. It was hilarious. Anyway, no. there's also the world's longest pee. That was funny. <laughs> wow. I thought that was yours this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I did pee for a long time this morning. Anyway, sorry, I'm old. I wow. like Adam Sandler CDs. Uh, I like Adam Sandler. Anyway. Anything was, else? Was that it? I, th- I probably watched more about it. Yeah, you definitely watch more. You watch movies all the time. I don't understand why you don't just be a regular on the show. Oh, and, well, like, come what on I'm, forever. there is something <laughs> I'm really, really looking forward to, though. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but oh, season gosh. six of Outlander. No, we're not yeah. talking about fucking Outlander. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, I gotta hear right. about it at home. <laughs> <sighs> yes, Amanda. And she's like, my oh, wife, I got this kilt for you, just my, to try. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wear it the right way, <laughs> <laughs> with nothing on on any of it. Ew! So Remember that guilty pleasures calendar? Yes. that was even before Outlander oh, started. I know. Beautiful. You Did I tell the well. story on the show? I think I just told the story. I to think you. Sam Hewen is in the calendar. Probably. Yeah. There's this 
this guy that I work with who's Scottish, he's like three quarters Scottish or whatever. And one day he wore a well, he's he did it a couple times, but this time he got in trouble because he you know, wore it. He wore it to work. He can't wear kilts. And uh, somebody asked him, was like, and they were like, "Oh, are you wearing it the traditional style?" Oh yeah, you and told he, me this. I told you, and yeah. he leaned in. It was like, "Yeah, I always do." And that person went to HR. And they, <gasps> they sent him home to get changed. But they like, like, asked. are you fucking for real, dude? You are at work wearing a skirt with no underwear on. For real. Wow. Okay. Don't be so judgmental because I've done that. You're a girl. So what? I don't know, man. You don't know what's down I don't want to <laughs> think about that dude's junk just being out there. Well, then don't stools, think about it. But I can't help myself. Well, that's your <laughs> fault, not his. If You're he wants con- to let it He's confusing marinate, me. Let, no, leave him alone. <laughs> he wanted to free Willie. Yeah. No, I, just, I, I honestly don't care. I didn't give a shit. I just thought the story was funny. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, Ben. We're having a good episode, in case you're we wondering. We haven't even gotten to the movie yet. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the movie yet. There's lots of side tractions. That's <laughs> what happens when I come in. Yes, it's delightful. It, it's perfectly fine. It could also be because I, I've had a beer and a shot on a completely empty stomach. Why? Maybe slow down. <laughs> you hey, you eat slow breakfast. down. As, your, as your, son's, your, son's, your son tells me, it's the most important meal of the day. My son told you that? Yes. he's le- He lectured me about not eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Last time breakfast. I came over, he was just like, well. Oh. I watched 19 YouTube videos that told me you're <laughs> supposed to eat breakfast. He said <laughs> that he watched a YouTube video that said that. Oh, my God. That. He watched it. We anyway, he's a parents. great kid. I No, no complaints there. Anyway. Uh, what have you watched? Chortles? What have I watched? Chortles. All right. So, um, spoiler, spoiler alert. Chortles ahead. Spoilers <laughs> alert. Spoil- spoilers, spoilers alert. alerts is, is some adding S's CCs. to things that don't need S's. Yeah, you've been hanging out with me too long. Um, we are doing Resident Evil as our, our cap I know. to March of the Zombies. What? Yay. How dare you? I know you love that stupid I ass do. movie. I we'll talk it. about the it. The first time I saw that movie, I was like 15 and I held a hand for the first time ever. Oh, maybe she should be on the episode then. You should be That's on every like episode. That's like a better it was story then. And then I got in I so much trouble when I got home because my mom didn't know where I was. But I thought I told her. But that was b- before cell phones. Her first handy. I know. <laughs> no, just a handhold. And now <laughs> he's just <laughs> held it. She didn't move it up and And now down. he's my brother-in-law by marriage. Oh. Weird. Yeah. I did that not know weird. that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joey's brother. Oh, Joey's brother. I thought you were talking about Joey. I was like, yeah. what? Okay, that's a... The way it... <laughs> the way it... No, no, no. By marriage. Like that, yeah. Huh? By marriage, so... Yeah, I know. He's, Joey's my brother-in-law. I know. By I thought marriage, you were saying that you held Joey's hand and that I you went know, out. I was like, I raised that boy. I was like, what He's are like you talking about? This me. is like a nuclear... You just destroyed my whole world. No, like, his I thought brother. I thought you were talking about Whose name was also Charles. Okay, anyway. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing it right. We're doing Resident Evil at the end of the month as our final zombie movie. Yep. Um, which I kicked your favorite zombie movie out in order to do my favorite zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> What's your I favorite zombie movie? The Return of Living Dead. Return of Living Dead. Oh. It's a July movie, and it should be watched in July. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get maybe we'll to sneak that. in there. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode in July. We'll do Return of Blue. Because we July? To. We're doing Giallo July. We don't have to do that. We can. Come on, it's your favorite zombie movie. We'll do it on your birthday. Mm. When's your birthday? birthday? May. You don't May know si- my birthday is. May 16th? No, May 13th. No, nope. she got it. May 16th? Yes. I would have said May 13th. Which is a Monday. When's my birthday? 
October 11th. Good job. It's funny because for the longest time, I thought your birthday was October 13th. Which is great I because I remember I when you guys were dating, uh, you couldn't remember a birthday. So I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm putting it in my calendar. What's your birthday? And oh, I got right. it for you. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And I've... Like Cheers to you. Oh, yes. You are a friend of friends. Damn. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, anyway, we're doing Resident Evil at the end of the month, as I've now said five times. What? There you go. What? Just put your drink down. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I'm to She's showing shows. you how to grip it. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> and it is March of the Zombies month, so I wanted to watch some zombie movies. And instead of picking, you know... All, uh, from any of the wonderful, like more obscure zombie movies out there that I could have talked about. Did you about, really watch Resident Evil? I watched. I am going to, all of them. to torture <laughs> you. You are so annoying. the whole month, I am trucking through the entire Resident they're Evil. They're not good. Franchise. No, they're not. You shut your mouth. Some of them are good. Chuck, we couldn't even finish the fourth one last night. All of. I finished. Oh, we started it. I, I told you to turn uh, yeah, off five cause, minutes cause in. Because I got a little buzzed and we need to go to bed. No, because there were way too many Milas <laughs> with their right, hair slicked sh- back. Spoilers. It's just the, lo- <laughs> the the more you get into the like movies, the less the zombies are. That's true. Right, can you can I talk about the movies that I watch? Please? I don't know. Can you? I'm trying to. I guess. I can if you let me. I mean, do I have to? You have Children. to. Children. Put- <laughs> <laughs> yes, mom. Yes, mommy. Okay. Sorry. We'll put on the friendship sweater. <laughs> the friendship sweater. <laughs> Remember when Mike called our party a friendship orgy? <laughs> I'm trying to forget. <laughs> that was so funny. Anyways, yes, I'm going to be torturing all of you with. Uh, my my movies this month will all be Resident Evil movies. All right. <laughs> I'm watching no. the whole franchise. All right, so first uh, we start with Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil 2. I watched that a couple nights ago. I got them all mixed up. Let me pull this uh, up. Resident Evil Apocalypse 2004, I believe. Is it? Two, yes, 2004. Um, Alice wakes up. It, it takes place right at the end of Resident Evil. Sure. Alice wakes up in the Raccoon City Hospital after the area has been overrun by zombies and must now make it out of the city before a nuclear bomb is dropped. And I want to tell you, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Like a couple years, maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was watching it, dude, I straight up almost like <laughs> cried at points of this movie from how nostalgic I got. Oh, like how like that's dumb. I, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was getting like so like, oh my God. And I had all these memories come back and like mm-hmm. all this stuff I was thinking of. I saw this movie in theaters um, and I have some extraordinarily distinct memories of like that time in my life when I saw this in theaters I was 18 years old it was September mm-hmm. and it was like kind of cool out it was like cooling off uh it was a Saturday night and me and two of my friends my friend Pete and my friend Aaron were driving around at like nine o'clock okay because we were supposed to see this at 10 o'clock we we're like driving around Cherry Hill waiting for our friend Matt who worked at Friendly's and I worked there at, no wait I started the hospital I worked at the hospital at the time but I worked with him at Friendly's for a while uh-huh. he was still there Okay. Um, we were waiting for him to get off. I remember, I remember my cell phone, like what my cell phone looked like. It was a Sprint, like silver, like flip phone. You remember? I remember how the had the T nine and shit yeah, on yeah. it. Um, yeah. I remember, oh yeah. I remember Mine driving. Was a white Nokia. I was driving uh, my '96 Volkswagen Jetta that was falling apart because I was 18, and I I remember calling him on the phone like over and over and over again. And we're like driving around, and like he, he I finally got a hold of him, and he's like. He's like, hey, I'm not going to get out of here until 10. And I remember distinctly, I was 18. This is like, how many years ago? 
a long time. 19 years ago? Sure. Um, and I remember specifically saying, like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> and my friend's laughing and, like, we're going to have to change the movie times. Then I remember, this is the part I want to get to. I remember calling the movie theater to figure out, like, what times it was playing. And it had that, like, automated message. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, that music playing in the background. And they're like, hello, you've reached movie phone. Or, yes, like, whatever the fuck it was. Yes. Dude, and I'm remembering all this stuff. And I remember, like, there's a Kill Switch song that plays mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's when I almost, like, lost it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had just started listening to, like, Every Time I Die and like funeral for a friend and like those types of bands those those bands are just getting big atreyu remember listening they to them like early band. atreyu they were my favorite and i just i almost i don't still listen to them you, you still listen no. to atreyu sometimes i go back and listen no. to like the first two albums and i go oh my god this is awful yeah, i can't believe bands. i was really into this yeah th- thrice had yeah. just come out with artists in the ambulance I mean, in like 2003 like all i started remembering all of those bands and like just all of the aesthetic from back then it's mm-hmm. just like this wave of like nostalgia just hit me like super hardcore when i was watching it and uh yeah i almost lost my shit i almost started blubbering like a little baby like, i'm so old everything was better back then but <laughs> oh, i didn't man the end of heartache that's such a good song too huh? the end of heartache that's the kill yeah, yeah, yeah that's, oh, kill song. that's a good one so oh yeah slipknot on the soundtrack yeah right i used to have the resident evil soundtrack the marilyn manson did the main Cradle theme Filth. Yeah, dude. Yes, man, this was like yeah. Dude, this this like was smashed. This when is I was like in high school. So anyway, we get to the movie theater. Our, our friend finally meets us. So we call. I call them. They're showing at eleven. We get to the theater. We watch it, and we got out at like one thirty. Yeah, right. And we went to a diner. It was like oh, the Cherry man. Hill Diner, and chilled until like three in the morning. And then I went home and went to bed, and like got up and worked the next morning because mm. like I worked at the hospital. I worked weekends and stuff. So yeah, man. Those were the days. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is like the best kind of night, dude. Which it, you end yeah, up at a diner, right. Like, you could see how like I got. <laughs> s- I've forgotten about that night completely yeah. until I started watching it. I was like, "Holy shit!" I remember this. Oh my god, it was with Aaron. Um, Aaron and I saw the original Resident Evil. The 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 reason we went to watch this, um, and we were so like adamant about seeing it, it was opening weekend, which was weird because I remember there being no one in the theater when we got there. We saw an eleven o'clock showing. But me and her saw the original Resident Evil. I'm not kidding. We saw it seven times in theaters. Because oh, we were so bored and we liked it so much that we'd mm-hmm. just be like, let's just go watch it again. Like, it's fine. That's more times movies than I saw were like, Titanic. The movies were like <laughs> $5 back then. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just, like, whatever. We didn't know what to do. Like, it's it's 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock. We've already eaten. Like, what are we going to do? Let's just, Let's go watch a movie. Let's just go watch it again. Yeah, that's Who cool. Cares? So you could be doing crack and shit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Missed opportunities, true. huh? Yeah, I guess I could have been doing crack. <laughs> Instead, I watched Resident Evil yeah. seven times. So, same thing. Anyway, this Movies movie, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Apocalypse 2004, is absolutely fucking terrible. Poorly written. <laughs> poorly acted. Oh, yeah. Really weird dialogue. Really bad CGI. And I completely absolutely love it so much mm-hmm. i love this movie almost almost as much as i loved the first one but not quite it doesn't quite have i don't know there was just something about the first one that i don't know I, there's some weird undertone oh. or something that i liked that this the one didn't music have played for a second oh it did but it stopped i, I muted everything well i don't know what happened oh <laughs> sorry i was seeing music on um so yeah i didn't like it as first but i liked it almost just as much um 
say whatever you want about this movie. I know it's a bad movie. Like I know it's a terrible movie, but I don't give a shit. I loved it. It is super cheesy, over the top, B movie, action horror fun. Uh, and if you've listened to this show for any length of time, none of this should surprise you. Is something playing in the headphones? Nope. No, we're good. Just checking. Sorry, you know how we do on the show. It's super, uh, super professional. professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many. Oh my gosh, that's Jorah in it. Yeah, there's so many. That's what I said. What? <laughs> Who? Oh, the yeah. Jorah Mormont yeah. from. Such a dreamboat. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game Captain Friendzone. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's Doctor Isaacs. Oh, villain. Yeah, he's, he plays a big part in the next one, which I'll also be talking about soon. He ages <laughs> like fine wine. Anyway, let me get it's through true. this. I'm taking way too long. You are. I know I am. Let me rock it through this. Uh, there are so many bad, like cheesy action movie tropes in this. There's cigarettes being flicked to like spark explosions. Yes. As the silhouette of like, you know, Mila Jovovich is like in front of it as it all like burns. Um, Mila Jovovich is doing backflips off motorcycles in midair. Uh, there's behind the back throwing knife kills, which are always fun. There's mach- there's tons of machine guns in this movie, like nonstop machine guns and miniguns. Which is the crazy because f- I don't remember any of that from the games. Yeah, the the fight noises uh-huh. are yeah. gloriously over the top. Give us like, an example. Whoosh, whoosh, Thank whoosh, you. Whoosh, like they are so silly and bad. Like when she's kicking people, like it's making the noise. Like whoosh, whoosh. it's like a bad kung fu movie. Beautiful. It's so terrible, and I love it. Um, and yeah, the acting is terrible and I'm going to point out one person's acting is just plain weird. Go on. Valentine. Oh, Sienna Gullery. Yeah. Jill Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. Jill Valentine, her character, uh, she's one of those lady cops you hear about. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least her outfit looks like the, like video game outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Blue very, tank very similar. Yeah. She delivers almost every line in this movie with this weird mix of anger and like <laughs> pissed offness and also like sexuality. Ew. So like she was giving off this like I'm so mad that yeah. I'm so sexy. Yeah, like no no no, not like that. It's more <laughs> of like I'm so mad at you, but I want to fuck you. Ow. Like kind of a thing. Like I'm pissed off all the time. Ooh, that's but I tense. also I'm really want to fuck. Like yeah. it's hate it's sex. The whole go. movie. That's what it's that's what she <laughs> feels like. Her entire character just feels like a hate Dominator. sex ball. Um, I hate sex ball. It's almost like the I hate sex ball. Hmm. I don't know what that <laughs> would look like. It's almost like the director told her, like, okay, you're a total badass bitch in this movie, but also you horny. really, <laughs> really, you're really, really horny, and you want to have sex with everyone. Because I okay, swear, I I, like, I, okay, I wrote this down as I'm typing this. She just said the line, "Try to hit him in the head," like sarcastically and a little bitchy, and her head is tilted. That's the other thing. Her every one of her lines is delivered here. Look, with her like head tilted down like this. <laughs> every single line. It's very she's like looking, when you yeah, do sorry. it. But she's like, she's like, just try to shoot him in the head. And then she does this little thing with her eyes like this. It's weird, man. Like the word head. Made I, her I like, guess <laughs> maybe. Her head is always tilted down. She's always looking through her eyebrows. She's always got this little smirk, and she's always like, yeah, 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 okay. Shoot him in the head, yeah. <laughs> it's Ew, weird, don't man. Don't ever do that again. Okay, I'll never do, do that. it in bed I'll next time y'all get it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I mean, it, like, it didn't hurt the movie at all. It just made the movie more like, what the fuck? Like, why are you acting like this? Mm-hmm. 
Because like uh, like uh, Mila Jovovich shows up and like she does the whole backflip off the motorcycle and the motorcycle crashes into one of the monsters. That's also how I enter every room. And then she (laughs) shoots the motorcycle and it blows up, killing the monster, which is so fucking awesome and so ridiculous. Right. (laughs) So stupid. But uh, Valentine, one of her, like when she first meets Mila, when she's when Mila uh, Alice is standing there, she goes, "Who the fuck are you?" And that's when I started noticing, and I was like, "Why? Why did you ask her like that? Like, do you want to like yes. get it on right now?" Wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> Mila Jovovich. Whew. Yeah, she's she okay is, back in sale. But she is. What I said, she's no Kate no, back in sale. Well, I don't know. They're close. Kate, mm. Kate Beckinsale wins, yeah. obviously, but mm. Mila Jovovich is a very attractive woman. Um, Nemesis, the monster in this, um, I find him kind of cool looking. There's some cool makeup stuff mm-hmm. they did with it, but mostly he just kind of looks like really big and heavy and doofy. Um, he looks like he weighs a thousand pounds and he moves like he weighs a thousand pounds. He's like stomping around. He's carrying that like gigantic minigun. Mm-hmm. He's also wearing a skirt or an apron for some reason. I'm not sure what that was. Um, <laughs> uh, he reminds me a lot of, have you ever seen Rawhead Rex? Yes. We <laughs> talked about this like last week. Okay. Rawhead Rex is an amazing movie with a, with a monster type villain, demon guy. Um, he who manages to look intimidating but also goofy as hell at the same time yeah and that's yeah. kind of what i thought of nemesis in mm-hmm. this i feel like they were trying to go for like some weird like hellraiser type thing yeah it felt like that yeah, yeah. um yes yeah, so he's kind of like yeah he's a kind of a mix of some clive barker creation and and when I thought that I was like, oh dude, he does remind me of Rawhead Rex because Rawhead Rex is big and doofy, and it's like, well, how is he Clyde doing? Barker. How is he doing any of this stuff? This movie, and then it hit me like with all the corny action stuff and the cheesiness and the fun. This movie feels like Rawhead Rex and Escape from New York <laughs> had a baby. Like that sums up this movie completely, and I will end my review with that. This movie is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely, obviously not going to be for everyone it got terrible reviews people typically hate this movie but honestly i read a lot of reviews a lot of one star reviews and like half star reviews and almost on every single one the ending of their review was usually like but i still kind of liked it a little bit or like it was still kind of fun everybody Mm -hmm. said like if you can get past all that this movie's actually like a lot of almost every review said that like you can't not have fun with this movie Mm. what Get out of here. I mean, it's my house. You get out of here. All right, bye. <laughs> and next, I will be. Re- this will be much, much shorter because we need to get moving on. Uh, World War Z. I have, a, I have a lot of problems with that movie. Okay. And you folks are gonna hear about it. Uh, I watched Resident Evil Three: Extinction. I like Sur- that one. Oh, really? I don't like that one. <laughs> Survivors. We yes, we know you probably don't like any of them. <laughs> Don't. You don't like a single movie in the, uh, in the entire franchise? The first franchise? one's the best one, and I don't even like that <laughs> one, so no. Well, that'll be a fun conversation. I won't argue with you. I don't know, man. When we do that movie, I'm not going to argue with you, because I know that movie's bad, and I know Apocalypse is bad. I just I have so much fun watching him, just laughing and like, I don't know. All anyway, right, Resident Evil Extinction, Survivors of the Raccoon. Oh, this is 2007, by the way. Survivors of the Raccoon City catastrophe travel across the Nevada desert, hoping to make it to Alaska, which is so fucking dumb. It's so far away from Nevada. Alice joins the caravan in their fight against the evil Umbrella Corp. Umbrella Doctor. There's this Umbrella Doctor who is whoever you guys are talking Ian about. Ian Glenn. 
on, on Outlander or whatever. No, Game of Thrones. Captain Game of Thrones, Zone. whatever. Don't care. Um, uh, he's trying to catch Alice as, uh, because her blood holds the key to... <laughs> so fucking silly. Domesticating the zombies. Right. <laughs> and they want to control her like, as a weapon. He's been cloning her over and over and over again. Trying to get it right, like trying to get, to match her DNA and like fix how her, her blood like fuses to the T virus and all this stuff. Um, so there's that aspect of it where you know there's a point in the movie where she finds all her dead clones, um, and it, yep. and it leads into the next afterlife movie where there's like an army of Mila Jovovich's, which is probably Paul W S Anderson's fantasy, and that's probably why he did it. That's, her husband. That's Mila Jovovich's husband. And the writer of all this. Yeah, nonsense. writer. He directed some. He wrote some. Mm-hmm. He started it all off. Also, director of uh, one of the best sci-fi horror movies ever made in my opinion. Event Horizon. Event Horizon. I love that movie. Oh, I thought I you meant Mortal Kombat. Sorry. No. <laughs> okay, and she, also at this point, Alice has basically turned into a superhero, Sarah Connor. Of course. And she can control things with her mind, and she has all these superpowers, and she's very, very powerful, and she's getting more and more powerful. Um, technically speaking, this movie is like vastly superior to the first two. Uh, it's it looks and feels like it had a bigger budget. The effects are better. Uh, the acting is better. The directing is much more competent and makes more sense than like Apocalypse. There was stuff that happened in Apocalypse that was just like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and it's just it's more. I'm not gonna say realistic, but it's more. It's more you know, organized than the other two movies, and it's just like I said on paper. Uh, this movie is better than the first two. But I don't like it better than the first two. It completely <laughs> lacks any charm or any of the life that the first two had. The first two had like heart behind them and they were fun. This one's just kind of like more bland and like, like I said, technically it's better, but I just found it way less entertaining. It's not very well paced. There's like long, boring stretches of people talking and not really much action is happening. Like, that's what you want from these movies, right? You want constant action because mm-hmm. what are you guys going to stand around and talk about it's a zombie movie you know what i mean like let's pick up the pace and this one i don't know and this movie in general took itself like way more seriously than the other two and i just think that's a problem if you're going to do a resident mm-hmm. evil movie like you can't take this shit seriously they're just supposed to be fun movies um yeah every scene kind of looks the same the very ending with like all her clones is super duper goofy um, and I don't know. I just kind of, this movie is flat to me. You liked it? Um, yeah, I guess. There's a couple of cool scenes. There's like, uh, there's that scene with the murder of infected crows that yeah, like descends. I, that scene's awesome. Yeah, I That's a that. very cool scene. Um, I saw this in theaters, so. I didn't see this in theaters. I did because it was like the year I graduated. So. This is on, honestly the only, only the second It was like time. one of those, like our friends had, we had nothing to do and we were just like, yeah, let's just. Yeah, yeah, let's go yeah. see this dumb movie. Um, no, I didn't see this in theaters. And honestly, when I saw this movie, it kind of like, I was like, oh, well, that was such a bummer. Cause I was comparing it to the first two. Of course. And I was like, this movie sucks. And honestly, it's the reason that I didn't watch any of the other movies. Some of the movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen Afterlife. I've seen, you and I watched one of them. Was it, uh, it wasn't Afterlife. Anyway, we watched one of them and that's the only one after this one that I've seen. This one kind of turned me off to everything. I was like, this is boring. 
Um, but there's, some of the action is fun. It's always fun watching Mila Jovovich kill hordes of zombies at once. You know, she's a total badass. Uh, she's a great like action movie star. I like her a lot. Again, multi pass. Kate Beckinsale might might win. But, yeah, for me personally. But I still like her. Um, they bring back the little girl hologram for Umbrella's hive thing. Mm-hmm. She shows back up. She was absent in the second one, and the theme music, which I love from the first one, uh, shows back up on this one. Well, it's, it's different, but it's similar. They changed it. I guess they couldn't use Marilyn Manson's theme for the rest of these for some reason <laughs> um in the end doctor monster is pretty cool the doctor turns into this crazy looking monster and it's uh it's pretty good it's cgi and it's early 2000s cgi but i didn't think it looked that bad i thought it was pretty cool mm-hmm. um he pokes out somebody's eyes and mouth with like tentacles at one mm. point it's pretty cool i see enough hentai to know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> all in all it's not a terrible movie and uh, it just mm, kind of flat for me definitely didn't have the spark or the life that the first two had this one's kind of kind of meanders along and that is all i have to say about that oh wow i'm sorry i'm not doing my little cheesy summations anymore wow you gave up they got too hard i had just spent so much time trying to write them i'm still gonna do them i think we're disappointed in you i know i'm sorry i'm gonna do them when i think of one i only do the show because of that really yeah no <laughs> no i didn't think so um but yeah that's it that's all i got cool you guys have anything else Mm-mm. i think it what time is it, it yeah if you don't have anything else it's it's time it's, it's time. time it's time hello <laughs> welcome to mel's book club <laughs> boo what was that <laughs> a ghost oh come on in take a seat Ooh, spooky oh see how gosh. the candles flicker <laughs> it's got the automated timer so they're just they're on an automated yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me tell you what i read oh, that's my new favorite part of the show i know they get I weirder know. and weirder every week i'll work on the next one okay. <laughs> uh, so i no, read, don't work on it wing it that's what it it's so weird there's bats in here winging wing, okay winged enough do you see this? Tell us, yes, mm-hmm. I see I'll wing you in it. flapping. <laughs> these are my, I call these my bat wings, actually. <laughs> my Your bat wings? <laughs> call them my bat wings. I see. What do you mean you see? I, I mean, I understand. Listen, I'm going to talk about what I read. <laughs> okay. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I read Snuff Film. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. By Tim Miller from 2017. I'm actually friends with Tim uh, through horror and cosplay okay. um, circuit. So I know him. So I'm trying to be nice. But like, uh, it's another example of extreme splatter horror. Like, you and know, the novel, gross yeah. books that I read. Yeah. Uh, so Justin Nothing is an out of cows, word. Though. No. Oh, oh God, no. God. I mean, this one's pretty gross, too. Uh, I don't. But I, that you I, can't I, top cows. Cows is like no. the extreme. I was upset of you just describing what was in that oh, book. Oh, well, in the next book club, I was actually going to read it on No, air. God, no, please. <laughs> I have it right up there. Oh. My favorite part, the poop eating part. No, that was not the, the... That was the worst part for me. That was literally when I had to stop because I almost threw up. The cow? Yeah. That, dude, no. the cow stuff... All right, gross. But the no, even the, the shit cow stuff. stuff oh. The cow stuff bothered me more than anything. Right. Like, I'm not even gonna tell you. I don't want to know. No, you don't. It's like back mirror. It's it's worse, it's worse. than you can it's even worse imagine. Than you can ever it's imagine. disgusting. It was awful. All right, move on. Okay, so move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
So this is Snuff Film by Tim Miller, uh, 2017. Justin is an out-of-work actor who turns to porn as a means to pay the bills. Strung out on drugs and struggling to get by, he gets involved with some all, um, some shady characters who offer him a huge payday to star in one of their special productions. Like Destiny film. is a struggling actress who will do anything to make it big. She waited tables, danced, and even escorted while paying her way... Uh, waiting for her big break to come along. Reading is hard today. When some men approach her offering her a big break, she is quick to take it without asking enough questions. What will happen when Justin and Destiny's lives collide behind the scenes on the set of a snuff, snuff film? So yes, Ooh. this is just a book about snuff films. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much it. This is a book with some intense, gross descriptions on set of snu- a snuff film. Uh, it's interesting and gross, yeah. Um, well described, written moderately well. Mostly, yes. You could tell there isn't an editor here because okay. uh, there's some like, and it's like a small time, like self-published because there are like two or three typos and there's some grammatical errors yeah, that kind of grind, grind my gears. Uh, it definitely crosses the taboo lines with intense violence and torture. There's a scene with some rats and peanut butter that I'm not going to get to that actually made me almost vomit. Rats Gross. and peanut butter. Like they put some peanut butter on some places no. and then they Oh god. You know, no. like how rats like eat through. No, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no, yeah no, but no. it was like on places with no ladies. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh yeah, disgusting. No. Almost made me gag. Uh <laughs> Although apparently it uh, it kind of ends with some added supernatural stuff that was completely unnecessary to the story. I mean, the whole story is unnecessary, but uh, I, apparently it adds into some of his other works because he has like a million books that are just like these low, like okay. published, like gross, like situations. So I'm going to say like, uh, I guess a few other books that I've reviewed. This is not for a lot of people. Uh, yes, it um, sounds like it. <laughs> it's called Snuff Film. It was like, banned in certain places oh actually. wow and he had to like put on like take the covers off of like the pictures from like the original covers like off of amazon because they wouldn't let him sell it so he had to like upload like just a black cover <laughs> so wow yeah um snuff film not for everybody not for everybody but thank you for coming to my boo club that's it get out now Bye. the doors are shutting tim miller said yeah. I, I wanted to see the cover. Oh, I don't know what the the original cover looked like because I only have the black cover. Oh, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, I don't it's know. The Amazon wouldn't let them let him sell it on yeah, there it, unless he changed it. Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look nearly. It doesn't look too bad. Yeah, it. and like I know, like some of the people he got to like pose for, like other cosplayers to pose for, like his covers. So that's cool. There's some cool stuff there. Well, good for him for doing stuff. But yeah, <laughs> is it good for him? <laughs> I don't know. But it was something. It was something. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving right along. Moving we are going to talk up. about World War Z. After the ghost of Melissa present drops some links. Boo. Hey, freaks. First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you, too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. 
All right, this is the trailer for World so War ready. Z. I mean, cats can live in jungles, oh, rude. Really hey, you spoiled it. Stop. <laughs> Does it live on the Great Plains of Africa? No. Hey. I thought she said yes. How's she to just that? gonna do cats in general too? Yeah. It's like a thousand billion different types of cats. They definitely live in Africa. Yeah, like. I guess. You have to, a breed of feline lives in. Yeah, I'm sure there's little, a cat in Africa. That dumb little bitch. Oh my god, what an idiot! <laughs> right now, I blame the parents. I remember seeing the trailer for this and losing my mind. Yeah, I was I remember, so excited. Yeah, I remember too. We saw it together. I was like, they give away some seat. of the big stuff. That's why I don't watch trailers anymore. Yeah, no. Like I the oh shit moments trailers. were in the trailer. We're in the trailer for sure. Yeah. The best parts of the movie are in the trailer. Yeah. We're getting out of here. Yeah, the coworker's like, oh, did you see the trailer for some new movie? And I was like, no, I don't watch trailers. I, I refuse now. Right now. I don't Going in blind. Worldwide, doing better than we are. Jerusalem. No one's doing better than Brad. How do we know they're coming? They're coming. Ready? This is back when every single movie was also still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Every. I just play that movie. over and over again when I get it on. From like 2009 <laughs> to like 2016. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. movie did that. I remember the trailers for Inception mm -hmm. and like. Oh, that's the only one I can remember. I'll tell my head. <laughs> I just remember every movie doing it. Tell the kids I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He's coming back. More cowbell. He's coming. He's back. No, just coming. Just <laughs> Well. Boom. Boom, baby. Come on. What? What? Where are we going? I don't know. You want me to read something? You better tell me how. Oh, uh, shoot us in the brain with that synopsis. Too easy. <laughs> Too easy. Uh, former <laughs> United Nations employee Jerry with a G. What? Hold on. Jerry Let's Lane. Start there. What? Yeah. <laughs> really, questions. Jerry? Jerry is his name. Yeah. Our badass zombie killing hero. But not even Jerry with a J. Brad Pitt's name Jerry with a G. is Jerry. Well, because it's the name in the book. Come on. Jerry with a G. Jerry with a G. Former United Nations employee. Hello, my Jerry name is Jerry. As Jerry with a G. <laughs> oh my God. Jerry Lane traverses his traverses <laughs> the world in a race against time to stop a zombie pandemic that is toppling armies and governments and threatens to destroy humanity itself. All right, Jerry. Uh, who's going first for initial thoughts? Whoever you want, pal. Would you like to go first, Amanda? I really like the movie. Okay. That, I think it's fun. That's it. I can watch it while the kids are out. <laughs> it's true. There's no, there's like very little violence and blood and gore in this. Yeah. Everything's off screen mostly. Oh, yeah. spoiler. <laughs> everything's all what? Mostly off screen. Yes. Yeah. All right. Is it, do I go first or you go first? Doesn't matter. All right. I'll go. Sure. Please. Um, I said the kids are out. Like I locked them away. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just put them outside the front door. Out, I don't yeah. care where they go. When they're out. And then they're, but you got to they're, go to them. When they're around. Sometimes they're around. Uh, I saw this in theaters with you. Me. And we really, really liked it. Yes. And you still like it. I do still like it. I, yeah. 
I have the last couple times. I wish it was R. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hmm. These are my initial thoughts. You had your chance. You interrupted. <laughs> no, I didn't. I literally asked you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to your initial thoughts? Without spoilers. I like Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> so, fair okay. assessment. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. Uh, anyway, we saw this in theaters. I remember really liking it. I got the DVD when it came out, and we watched it. Uh, we've seen this movie quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the last couple of times I watched it, it kind of started. I, I started really like watching it more objectively, and like, and this last time that I watched it, I just straight up mm. just didn't like it at yeah. all. I was like, what? What? What did I used to see in this movie? Um, and I can't, yeah, I can't remember why I liked it so much and why I never looked at it like objectively for what it was, because there are a lot of fun parts in this movie that suck you in. There's lots of action sequences and stuff that are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some really poorly written shit in this movie that just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the acting isn't great. Mm. Uh, the ending is is awful <laughs> the third act of this movie is dreadful they gave up we gave up it's everyone so, gave up yeah the movie is going at a pretty good pace i mean regardless of all the the dumb shit that's happening and I, i'll get into all that mm-hmm. regardless of all that the movie up until the third act is very well i won't say very well paced but it's it's decently paced yeah there's stuff that happens there's action sequences we get to see brad pitt flying all over the world like doing stuff and Traversing. then the third act comes and the entire movie just like falls off the face of a cliff and it's just super boring and i did and silly like they're the whole the whole thing that this movie is adding up to that, that it's leading up to is so ridiculous and we'll get into why movie should have been r i agree um there's zero blood in it zombie movie it's a zombie movie where is the blood and the guts come on pg-13 <sighs> Uh, just one of the most benign, dull, soulless zombie movies that you can watch. Again, I should I guess I shouldn't be that harsh because there's there's certain like I said, action sequences and there's certain scenes and parts in it that are fun and that are like intense and exciting and like but to just it's just not enough of them. I can think of like there's like three. And then the rest is Brad Pitt yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. The beginning is cool. I like the first act, like a lot, but just not a lot after that. So I'm not going to say fuck this movie or like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, yeah, take a dump on it or whatever. But it has major problems and it could have been a pretty, pretty cool movie. Um, And I think as we're going to hear in Frightening Facts, there was some oh, yeah. major issues All in kinds the making of, stuff of this going movie. On, yeah. Anyway, those are my initial thoughts. I don't flat out hate it. Um, and I have good memories tied to the movie too. So when I watch it, I get a little nostalgic. We had mm-hmm. been married for like four years, you know. We've been married for eleven years. We had been married oh. for four <laughs> years. Just, just well, three years sure. actually. It was twenty eleven. <laughs> so twenty thirteen actually, but right. Yeah. All right. Well, it's twenty thirteen. Yeah, so it's two years. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Why was I saying twenty fourteen? So yeah, we were we were basically newlyweds. Mm-hmm. We've been married for like a year, two years. Alex was probably with Craig. Uh, probably when we went to go see yeah it. no back you brought the baby back when we had weekends <laughs> or alone. Yeah, mike's right. mom had the baby oh it's true nah that was when we were dating oh yeah i nah. mean she watched alex a lot that was only when we were in yeah, the basement true. she loved no alex. when we went out too a couple times yeah you guys yeah we went yeah out. it was cool anyways 
We went we went out with it before. My mm-hmm. initial thoughts. Um, so the book is written by Max Brooks, and I read that about like what like fifteen years ago. It was the first year I worked at Target. I borrowed it from a coworker and read it on my breaks. The book I is really good, right? Loved the book. The book yeah. is great. Um, I only watched the movie once. And I remember thinking it was good, but there were things from the book that I was so disappointed that weren't included in the movie, like most of it. Um, And don't ask me what those things are now because I can't remember. It was 15 years ago. Yeah, I read something like they strayed way far away from the book. Yeah, they just kind of, you know, I guess we'll find out with the facts why they couldn't really do much. But um, overall... The first time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. This time, like, I kind of agree with you. I'm, like, noticing all this stuff, and I'm like, wow, this is silly. There's, like, it feels like too much CGI, to be honest. Like, nothing's oh, believable yeah. Everything now. Is CGI. Um, I do like the pacing at first. It definitely picks up, like, pretty much from the beginning. Yeah, the beginning's awesome. There's a lot of good stuff. And, um... <laughs> My wife wants some chapstick. Chaps- chapstick. Chapstick. <laughs> um, Told you it's a thing. I, I told you on that episode. Uh, but then like i agree like the ending it just feels so like abrupt and it's just like we don't know what to do so we're gonna do this and like it feels like all of the kills are like mostly off screen or like uh something's happening and then like it's it's, like knocked off screen and it's just kind of (laughs) disappointing um so yeah i this time just don't think this movie is as enjoyable as i always thought it was like now that i have to analyze it i'm like really disappointed this show there's still some things I like, but we'll get this there. This podcast ruins movies for me. It really does. It really makes me think about the movie and look at it and analyze and take notes. And I've had, I, th- I think I've said this on, I've, we've, had, we've had movies that were like, that movie's amazing. And then you watch it. And you're, you're like, like no. And you really start thinking about it. You're like, this movie's fucking trash. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Yep. Fortunately, that doesn't happen a lot. So. So those are my that initial thoughts. Happen this time. That happened with Mothman Prophecies too. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. We started really analyzing that movie. You're like, this this, this is very good. silly. It's not, but I still like it. I still like Mothman Prophecy. This one I don't like as much. No, this one definitely f- kind of, yeah, went down a few pegs for me. Shall we? Spoilers? Spoilers! Ahoy hoy! Oh boy boy. Let's do some frightening facts. Frightening facts! <laughs> oh, you haven't heard these, have you? Uh-uh. No, you haven't been on the show since the drops. Beautiful. All right. Uh, let's do cast and crew. This is directed by Mark Forster. Uh, can you pull up some of the other movies that he, he directed? Because, like, why they wanted him to direct oh, this here, movie. He also comes up as a producer first, so uh, let's see. Why, he directed Thomas and Friends. Yeah, like, why they uh, wanted this guy to... I don't know anything why he's done. They, why Brad Pitt chose... Quantum of Solace and yeah, The Kite Quantum Runner. of Solace, which sucked. Stranger Quant- Than Fiction, is that the... Stranger little, Than I, Fiction. That's a good that's movie, a but it's not movie. the same it's type of movie. It's not a fucking action zombie no. movie. Ah, it, it, he he destroyed Quantum of Solace. Machine that Gun garbage. Preacher. He did that. With, uh, I just like don't a understand. Dude the president. I, think. I, don't I don't understand know. why Brad Pitt insisted on getting this dude. Yeah, to, he picked him. I to, don't know. Yeah, because Brad Pitt um, is the force oh. behind getting this movie made. But don't worry, it, this guy's doing Thomas and Friends. That comes out later. <laughs> the one with Alec Baldwin. Uh, no, know. he'll shoot Thomas. <gasps> hey, <laughs> out. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Sorry. Uh, it doesn't say who's in it yet, so. All right. Um, Give us the cast. So anyways, it's directed by Mark Forster for some reason. Uh, yeah. Writing mm-hmm. credits, uh, Matthew Michael Can- Carnahan. I'm getting old, man. Oh, it was like Can't 400 people who wrote on this. My, yeah. <laughs> Passed from writer to writer in a desperate attempt to save this movie. Um, Matthew Michael Carnahan, Drew Goddard, Damon Lindelof. Keep going. Um, Matthew Michael <laughs> Carnahan again. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski. 
One of those dudes is the dude that they brought in to try to save the movie because they couldn't figure out Thanks how to end nothing, it. Thanks for nothing, dude. Yeah. And, and then I, it's based off the book from Max Brooks, but that's so minimal. He's uh, he's in the cast for some reason. <laughs> Was he? I have it here. Yeah, they must have... Maybe he had a cameo. No, I think... I think I screwed it up. No, that's my fault. Max Brooks, yes, based Shock. on the book by Max <laughs> Shocking. Chuck <laughs> screwed up something Pretends on the show. Pretends to be surprised. Yeah. Uh, and this stars a lot of people. Yes. Brad Pitt. How do you say her name? Mariley. Sure. Enos. Sure. Morelli. I don't know. Close enough. Daniela. Muriel. 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 That that's, sounds good. I like that. That's probably it. Muriel Enos. Daniela Curtez, James Badge Dale, Ludi Boken, Matthew Fox, Fana Mocana, <laughs> Fana Fana Mocana, Banana Fana, <laughs> David Morris, Elias Gable, Peter Capaldi. Oh my God. <laughs> what is that name? Pierre Francesco. Oh, Pierre Francesco. Okay. When I stopped and when I started reading it, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Pierre Francesco Favino, Ruth Nega, Moritz. Believe true, mm-hmm. Sterling, Jerrins. You're doing great. I don't think I am. Abigail Hargrove. All these people are still important. Fabrizio, Guido, David Andrews, John Gordon Sinclair, and That's I'm as done. Important as it gets. Yeah. C one thirty. Yeah, I'm not. The rest is Camp Humphreys soldier, Israeli camp soldier, zombie, zombie, zombie. All right. Uh, do some facts. Okay, you want me to go? Yes. Okay. Give us those uh, facts. Mark Forster states Fuck that he preferred facts. Pre- states that he prefers the extended that. unrated cut of the film. Duh. For him, it's not just about the additional blood and gore; it's about the overall intensity compared to the PG-13 rated version. Forster says that although he's proud of the theatrical version, he felt a bit handcuffed when he was trying to del- to deliver the toned down PG-13 rated version. I didn't see the unrated Neither version. Neither have I. I don't so. know if that it exists. Uh, he says it does, but it wasn't available for me. So I have never heard or seen anything about there being a director's cut with this. And, Brett, and I did yeah. read that the studio mm-hmm. really went to town on this oh, movie. Yeah. They yeah. pushed hard the PG-13. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, uh, from what I've read and what I remember, that they the the makers of the movie pushed back on it. They're like, no, Yeah, there's, there's all movie. kinds of issues on yeah, this. Yeah, um, issues Bradley Pitt said of the, his involvement <laughs> in this film this whole thing started because I just wanted to do a film that my boys could see before they turned 18 one that they would like anyways and they love a zombie okay Brad okay so then he wasn't trying to push for anything other than PG-13 no because he, yeah. wanted, his, he yeah. wanted his he wanted his to be able to enjoy too. a movie with him in it he also wanted this to be like his franchise he was trying to make Jerry Jerry. Jerry. Ter- terrible action. Jerry with a G. Action yep. hero name. Um, he wanted he wanted there to be a franchise. He wanted he he was setting this up to be like he always stayed away from franchises, but he was finally like, Yeah, let's let's do a, a franchise with mm-hmm. you know, zombie movie franchise with Jerry as a central character. And this was his attempt to do that. That's why that's Boo. one of the reasons they had such problems at the end writing. Well he's gonna be in end. that zombie movie bullet train or whatever, so is he Jerry in that too? I don't think so. <laughs> That's a zombie movie. Yeah, it's like I the, just saw an advertisement. I'm pretty for that sure it's supposed to be like their um, like American version of Train to Busan. Oh, cool! Is oh, it cool that wait. we don't need another one of wait, those? Wait, 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 is this a is this like an American remake? I'm pretty sure that's what they're going for. Yeah, and that Brad Pitt's like the guy. Ugh, it's gonna be terrible. I didn't even hear about it. 
I just saw something on it the other day. And I didn't even know what kind of movie it was. I just saw an ad that said Bullet Train. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I like... And it just looks like an action movie to me, but... Anyway. Got any more? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. During the reshoots, Mark Forster and Brad Pitt reportedly weren't on speaking terms. They were rumors that the Forster's notes for Pitt had to be relayed through an intermediary, intermediary, you know, a yeah. middle person. A middle person, Duh. right. Uh, Forster later learned of these stories and has openly denied all of them. He admitted that there was a fair amount of tension over the reshoots and the delayed release of the movie, but ultimately everyone was on the same page with the new direction of the story. Forrester suspected that the media spread the rumors in the wake of earlier bad publicity about production troubles, inflated budgets, and reshoots. So yeah, apparently there was a shit ton of issues with time and budget. That was a real hindrance on making of this film. Yeah, bullshit. They probably fought hardcore. Yeah. They, they, whenever I read that, they would think, right. like, no, like, no, there's no, no problems. problems. Yeah, because yeah. they want to keep working. Yeah. They don't want to be like, you know, most people... Well, it's a good thing now he's doing Thomas, so... Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing he did that, yeah. Maybe Brad Pitt will place her Topham hat. No, they probably didn't get along. That's probably not true. <laughs> He's probably just smoothing it over so that he, you know. <laughs> Mike, because that the, was really the stuff, funny. I read a very. <laughs> I, uh, guys, I was wrong. Bullet Train is about assassins and not zombies. But, I was going to uh, say. I was, it's it's still Brad Pitt on a, zombie? a moving vehicle. Um, moving vessel. The picture I saw of it too, Brad Pitt looked pretty goofy looking. His name, his character is Ladybug. So I guess okay. that's his like code name. I don't know. All right. Um. But yeah, I read this very lengthy article on on the making of this movie, mm-hmm. and the the overinflated budget stuff was true. Yeah. They they got some <laughs> meatball just <laughs> farted. Oh no! Sorry, buddy. Better out than in. He doesn't smell. Um, no, that must be Mike. Then. They were cr- <laughs> crazy over budget, and there was after the after the whole thing in um, it wasn't Israel. It was some other place that they filmed that whole desert yeah, Israel they had thing. A- change locations yeah. um they had it was completely misorganized and like that nobody was no like nobody seemed to know like how much money they were spending yeah apparently they like somebody wasn't a bunch of yeah, like somebody wasn't vouchers, keeping track yeah. of it and when they got everybody out and they were leaving they found a purchase order mm-hmm. for a bunch of stuff that they weren't prepared to spend yeah. in the millions yeah and they Jeez. were like oh shit like somebody like hit it yeah so it was like in a drawer they found yeah. it and they're like they weren't supposed to spend like millions of dollars on nothing and uh, a whole bunch of production was delayed because, like, they didn't have enough catering for the amount of extras yeah, they had. Yeah, I think had. Brad Pitt was, like, working on something else at the same time, too. Yeah, it, was, like, it just, I read this whole thing, and it just, this film sounded like a complete yeah, nightmare definitely. to make. Way too much money behind it. Way mismanaged. There was no communication. So, anyway, got any more? Nope, I'm done. You're done? Yep. All right, we can be done with Frightening Facts. Um, so we're going to get into specifics. Yes. What is there to like about this movie? Please. Do you want to go first or do you just want to kind of bounce off us? Uh, yeah, I'll bounce. Okay, you can bounce. <laughs> I'll go first. I like the beginning a lot. I think it's very exciting. It's very action-packed. It's very fun. The way we learn about the you know zombie invasion, like zombie mm-hmm. invasion, zombie infection. It's very cool. They're in the car. They're in a crowded city, and yeah. shit just hits the fan, and it just keeps going and going and going. Then they find a, you know, they got to get medicine. They got to get an inhaler. It's very mm-hmm. stressful, like and stressful chaotic, and intense yeah. and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that's happening. They find that family, you know, Tommy's family. They're like hiding out. Mm-hmm. Then there's a scene in the, the apartment building, and they get they get flown away on a helicopter, and it's like ah, like everything's <laughs> like nuts, <laughs> and then it just stops. And it's like nothing. They get on the boat 
and nothing happens mm-hmm. for like a while and then they get to korea and well like, buddy we're doing things we like here anyway um yeah oh, oh i made this <laughs> i'll save that for what's not to like because it, it's really if you, you can look at this movie a certain way it's really silly um i like how they set up the zombie rules i think that's pretty cool the 12 second scene Mm-hmm. Where yeah, Brad Pitt cool, is, yeah. and you hear uh, Subway Sam. Oh, the, dude, that was so good. Yeah, that um, was kind of like creepy. Counting down, and like he's watching because yeah. you know he's. And that it's not like like when he's on the rooftop, and he's like, "It got in my mouth. It got in my mouth." Oh, we're gonna talk about that. I got that scene and what's not to like. Oh, because it didn't make any sense. But uh, well, I will explain how he knew it was a virus, and then he got blood in his mouth. Yeah, but the twelve second rule that he establishes in the very beginning. Yeah. What's happening to the guy that he's watching? He's transforming. Yeah. He's seizuring hardcore. Yeah. He's going crazy. So the whole 12 second thing is kind of a plot hole because like it doesn't take 12 seconds to turn. It takes a it takes a second. Mm-hmm. The dude gets bit and he's on the ground and then he starts okay. turning immediately. Yeah. And he but, starts seizuring. But the and, and subway Sam thingy conf- makes it yeah, so that creepy was cool. and perfect. Yeah. But that was cool. But then they use that rule through the rest of the movie and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because he would be feeling the effects sooner. Because they start turning and yeah. seizuring immediately. Yeah. Hmm. It just, it's kind of silly. Like what? They ignored that completely. And that, that persists through the whole movie, the whole 12 yeah, second thing. Yeah, he kept doing it. Yeah. They kept doing it. And it's like, no, that does, that's not what happens. It doesn't take 12 seconds mm-hmm. to start turning. You start turning immediately. So, I, yeah, it, while it is cool, it ends up being pointless in, a, in like a not very well written part of the movie because it doesn't make any sense. Um, there's a spot of foreshadowing in the beginning that I thought was cool that I never caught before. Hmm. Um, right after they leave NJ Mart, because yeah. they're in Jersey. Jersey, getting stuck in Newark. Uh, they're, they're running into the apartment and there's zombies everywhere and they're chasing them and stuff. And they all pass a homeless guy mm-hmm. just like chilling and drinking yeah. and none of none of the right. zombies mess with him and or, like do anything. I was like, oh, I just noticed that. Like yeah. they're not messing with this dude. This dude doesn't even care. Like, no, but Brad Pitt looks at him. Yeah, which is why I saw it. Because he, he, he looked at him and was like, what's with this guy's deal? He's going to die. Yeah. yeah. But he's not. The guy's not worried at all. And there's zombies around and everything. And nobody's bothering him. Right. Because he's probably, you know. Will's going to be 15 minutes late. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Hi, Will. Because then, like, the dog Will's starts barking. Oh, I thought you said Will. He's going to be 15 minutes oh, late. Oh, I thought he walked in and you said we're going <laughs> to no, be No, because the dog late. would be freaking. No. Um, I love so much that Brad Pitt like immediately adopts Tommy as like part yeah. of his family. But then you don't really see him yeah, anymore. Really it sounds like, yeah. I know. Meatball. Um, when he's talking to his, uh, his wife. Yeah. About if he doesn't go, like, he's like, if, if I don't go, they're going to kick me off the ship. Right. And he says, if I go, you, Rachel Constance and Tommy have a place. To, he didn't even hesitate to so say nice, Tommy. Yeah. It's just so like sweet. And I just like that part of the movie. Oh, Jerry, what a soft heart you got, yeah. Jerry. It, there was no question in his mind whatsoever. Yeah. He's like, this is my child now. Yeah. Like, I'm responsible Adopt for him. Adopt me too. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's so dreamy. Uh, I really like the zombies climbing on top of each other to get over the wall in Jerusalem scene. That's kind of like the scene that yeah, made this movie. Yeah, they show you that in the trailers, though. That's where every, yeah, they put in the trailers and everybody's like, look at that shit. That looks crazy. That's why I watched the movie, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why we went and saw it in theaters. Cause, and it, it is very cool. And it's a very cool scene and that all the stuff in Jerusalem is cool. Um, that poor girl just trying to keep people happy. Ruined Oh, with the singing? All of them, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's okay. 
Yeah. I have some stuff to say about that scene and the what's not to like. Yeah. But that's yeah. all I got. I like some other oh. sequences in this okay. movie. The the airplane crash was pretty exciting, but there's just too much in it that I'm just like, what? Meatball. He's fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's what I got. I'll add some. So Meatball. this is like a little nitpicky, but uh, when they're actually, the family actually ate breakfast instead of a person running in and grabbing hold, a hold piece on, of toast. Hold on, hold on. I can't hear you at all. Okay, the family actually ate breakfast instead of a person running in, grabbing a piece of toast and saying, sorry, I'm late. You know how that's like the movie trope? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're so actually I was like, oh, like, actually eat breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, Brad Pitt is a perfectly fine actor. Very good. Enjoyable. I like his face. I like um, his face. And his hair. <laughs> and his voice. his hair look weird in this movie? It was at a weird length, but yeah. it's Brad Pitt, so why are we complaining? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> And then, like you said, with the opening, like the beginning scene with the scary traffic situation, the bulldozing cars, and it just starts picking up pretty fast. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's very chaotic. Uh, there's also the scene at the grocery store, which is so stressful to me. Like, everyone's going crazy. Everyone's turning against each other. She knows like, she almost gets raped? That yeah. was the first time I picked up on that. I, well, I guess I never really... Who has time to rape somebody when these super fast zombies are killing everybody? Well, people, like, that's the problem. Is like, people don't care about that. They realize, like, the world is, like, going to shit. So we're just going to rob and rape and murder. Yeah, you can't have a zombie movie without the zombie movie pointing out... That's, like, why The Walking man, Dead works. Man, is no. the real monster but here. But they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's in every zombie movie. Yeah. Right, well, except Shaun of the yeah. Dead. It wasn't Shaun of the Dead. And then like the Subway Sam thing I put down, I thought that was really cool. Um, the use of flares always makes for great lighting. You know, mm -hmm. they're in the... And then there is like that jump scare of the zombie being right in front of him when they're trying to get to the roof and that felt like very video gamey to me. Yes. Like, it was like yeah. right in his face. So I really liked that. Um, I enjoy when the scientists use the word zombie. Well, they and, used the word zombie throughout the movie. And pe no, because they were calling them Zeeks as well. And that made me angry. Right. But when he was in Jerusalem. Oh, they, that guy they, was like, oh, people said prepare for zombies. And I yeah. and he was like, I took that literally. And I love that. Yeah. But, but not they, everyone they, did that. Right. But most people, the, the movie is using yeah. the word zombies. Usually just, it's the whole movie that doesn't yeah. do it. And that's but that. I still get annoyed when they don't use the yeah, word. They use something else. Like Zeeks is a dumb nickname. Zeke's. Sorry. I get it. It's Z. But yeah. Zeeks, come on. Get out of here. Just call them it's zombies, call bro. Them zombies. Um, let's see here. But that was also the military. The military has nicknames. Yeah, and I felt like that dude yeah. was like, it's not cool to call them zombies. It's cooler to call them zombies. Right, and that's why you're dead. Yeah, that's <laughs> why <laughs> so you got bit and you um, died. There is that scene where they like first get off the plane, not the the dynamite, not the, I mean the grenade plane, but like, and it's foggy and rainy and there's the zombies running and jumping at yeah. them like surprise and they're that's on like cool. the barbed wire. I really thought that was uh, visually pleasing. Yeah, it's, that, a really, like, it's a good scene, yeah. The fogginess. Um, and then I do like later when he's having those like visions flashback after the scary plane accident and because he's like in the hospital-y type place. Yeah, and yeah. He's like the close up of the zombies mouths and their faces and they look really rad there. So I liked that. Yeah, some of the makeup was cool. That was it. Okay. Because I thought there was too much CGI. And so there makeup, was a so. lot of CGI. So yes, that is what I liked. Did you have anything you wanted to add? No. Lady Amanda? Nope. <laughs> no. Lady okay. Amanda. Melissa, how do we get our guests to start taking notes while they watch the movies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this was the last minute No one decision. believes us ever. They're like, I don't need to take notes. I know what I want to talk about. And then Mike and Will said practically nothing. And what's crazy is Mike had a paper too and he like brought it in there and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take notes. And then he didn't. <laughs> People don't appreciate what it takes to make a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. 
I said lots. Yeah, you did. You said more than what? Well, I'm pretty sure you said more than Michael Will did. Um. All right. Super uh, tired. Huh? I said I'm just still super tired. I'm like falling asleep. Okay. And you're four hours asleep. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's not to like? Go on. You said you liked Brad Pitt in this movie, and I typically you don't like, think his acting was good. I don't think his acting was bad. I think it's better than most of the people in the movie. Yes, there were some people that were, did, yeah, that were bad. Most of the soldiers in that whole scene that you were yeah. just talking about, the yeah. acting was not good. Yeah, I didn't Especially like the, scene the main for the dude. I just like the atmosphere. It was not good. Oh yeah, um, the captain. But dude. Brad Pitt's acting—it's fine. But Brad Pitt is such a, a great actor. Mm-hmm. And he's not really do his character just kind of stays the same through this whole movie. He doesn't show a lot of emotion in this movie. He's well, I think that's part of his character. Yeah, maybe because he's calm centered and, and he's common, er, common, calm, and yeah, yeah. maybe. But yeah. still, I found he it kind of weird. He can handle the pressure. Yeah, I guess maybe. I wouldn't be able to. I mean, it's the zombies, dude. Yeah, like, like I don't know. All right. I just I felt it. like his character was a little bland. For trying to be like... What did you think was going to happen? His name's fucking Jerry. <laughs> His name... Yeah, exactly. I don't know. With a G. Jerry with a G. Hello, my name is Jerry. Jerry with a G. I just... I didn't think he was anything special. I didn't think his character was like anything special in this movie. Fair. I don't know. Just Like I said, it just seemed kind of bland. Which is... He's the main character, which is not good. He's just kind of serious the whole movie. And wow. I don't know. They could have given him some stuff. But they didn't. Uh, there's a lot of typical zombie movie tropes in this, like a lot. Dude. Uh, the family is oblivious at first to what's going on, despite the news running obvious reports about oh, yeah. a virus that's spreading. The whole opening spreading. is showing us. Like, and, yeah. and you think Brad Pitt would be queuing in on Especially that. Especially because he's he like, He worked for you know, the fucking UN. Yeah. Like, he was a main dude. You don't think that he would be observing everything all the time. Mm-hmm. He would have heard something and be like, we shouldn't go into Philly today. Like, there's, no, a, there's a an point. obvious outbreak of a rabies virus something. Mm-hmm. We hear it on the radio. Yeah. How do they not? Exactly. Like, it's the whole opening credits. Like I thought that was silly. Like, really, you don't hear anything that the radio is saying, and you're just gonna straight up ignore it. I just don't think, given his character's background, he wouldn't have done that. That's he fair. Yeah. Have Especially because he has that background in the U. Um, yeah, the apartment so. building stairwell scene is very much 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, very. Brad Pitt's cell phone goes off when they're supposed to be sneaking quietly to the that plane. That makes you so angry. Like, why, nothing. Why wasn't it on silent? Yeah, None like, of that would have happened really, if he didn't have his phone. I complained about that hardcore loud. when we talked about the descent. And he literally gets just, so many people killed because of it. Yeah. It's, fucking Brad it's, Pitt. Uh, it's, fucking it's Jerry. Like, and given his character, he wouldn't have done that. Right. He would have turned his cell phone off. Bad writing. Fucking Jerry, man. Uh, Lim gets lobbed off to stop infection. That's a... That's a yeah. zombie yeah. genre thing. Not saying those are necessarily bad things. It's just like you're really running the gamut. And add like in that like there's always like at least one get to the chopper scene. Yeah. Like there's yeah. always fucking oh, helicopters. Was, and they did it multiple times. I want to say something about that. If you look at this movie a certain way and you think about the action in this movie, all of the action sequences that happen in this movie, all of them are Brad Pitt running to a helicopter or a plane mm-hmm. that's where all the action is yeah he's not fighting zombies they're not you know killing zombies it's him trying to get from where he is to a helicopter think about it all the action in the beginning mm-hmm. him trying to get from where he's at to a helicopter gets the helicopter gets on the plane yeah. uh, they fly to korea where does the action start from brad pitt trying to get from where he's at yeah to the plane Everyone's trying to get out yeah they go to jerusalem gets off plane does some stuff in jerusalem zombies come over 
He's got to get from where he's at to a plane. Yeah. And then he flies and they crash in Moscow and, you know, then the ending stuff happens. But every every sequence, every every big part of, of uh, action in this movie is him trying to get to... And I just... When I, when I sat down and thought about it, I thought about that this morning. I was like, wait a minute. That really kind of even made the movie worse mm-hmm. to me thinking about that. It's like you couldn't think of anything else to do. Like literally every part of action in this movie is that. It's the same thing. It's boom, boom, boom. It's the exact same thing is happening. Correct. That's so silly. When you think about it objectively, it's just, it's nonsense. Um, yeah. I have a lot. <laughs> I already talked about the uh, 12 second rule that didn't make any sense. Um, okay, let's talk about this. This is a major sticking point in the movie for me. Wow. The virologist. His what death. do you call me? The virologist? Oh, what? how he falls on his own Who bed. He trips yeah. like a toddler and shoots himself in the head. I have mixed feelings about that. Because like, on the one hand, like, it's like, it's an interesting thing to happen in a movie because like, it's a kind of a realistic thing yeah. that movies don't do a lot. They do it in Fargo season four and it was hilarious when they did it there. What, somebody trips and kills himself? Yeah, shoots himself on the gun. It happens, and it's not a comment, but this is like a movie, and that was so abrupt yeah. and dumb. Like, you built all this stuff up. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I thought it was stupid. You, okay. You could have had him killed by a zombie. You I could agree. have had him killed, like, any other way, but he trips, really, and shoots himself. And, like, it would be funny, but it's not a comical movie, so. No, I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't think that was the best thing they could have done with his character. And it's disappointing, too, because you think, too, like, Oh man, this viro- we're going to follow this virologist yeah, around and Brad important. Pitt's going to protect yeah. him and he's important and we're going to unlock the, the mystery behind this virus and we're going to get to see, boom, JK. shoots himself in the head. It's like, what? what? I don't know. I thought that was a bad choice and I thought that that's exactly where the problem started with this movie and where I started really noticing the poor writing. It's like, it's, that's, that's dumb. You got me all worked up. This cool movie, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's, you know, eh. Nah. There are two spots in this movie that are painfully too convenient. Mm-hmm. Go on. First one, um, Brad Pitt lands in Jerusalem the day that the zombies figure out how to climb over the wall. Right. How convenient. Brad Pitt's there. Zombies, you know, they've been good this whole time. Nobody's gotten in the city you know, zombies are staying out. They're good. Jerusalem is good. Israel's winning. Got it. Got it. Except until Brad Pitt shows up. Really? That's a little convenient. He's like murder. She wrote. Yeah. Right. Wherever she, wherever Angela Lansbury goes, you somebody better dies. Leave. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Um, and then the other part that's just, no, you're good. The other part that is just painfully too convenient. He's loud as Go on. Bartender Mike. Seriously, the only two people to survive the plane crash right, is are the main characters. That, yeah. You couldn't throw in a few more people just to like even it out and say, like, hey, it's kind of realistic. A bunch of people survived, so it's, yeah. it makes sense that they did. Just them. Just those two I know. very specific people survived. Just terrible writing. Like, just bad. And, uh, well, there was too many cooks, so who knows? Yeah, who and that's that. that's I was I would say that's my biggest problem with this movie is the writing is just bad and unbelievable and stupid and 
we have the whole entire last act mm. um, that I would like to talk about. Okay, the idea that you you're you're really thinking that in, injecting fatal viruses or into fatal diseases yourself. into yourself is a viable solution for camouflage. You're going to start distributing bacterial meningitis yeah. to people, which kills you in like what forty eight hours. It will kill some people. That's I, for certain. Yeah. It it doesn't take long. Yeah. It, it's like three days or something before bacterial meningitis will kill you. And like you would be feeling like shit. Like Dude, yeah, you're not gonna he was just walking fight. around all willy nilly. And they're like, oh, we have the, you know, the, the antidote right here. It's like, yeah, but still. fuck out of my face with this. Yeah. It's so stupid. No one would think that that's a good and idea. And like it's yeah. a disease. So you would at least be sweating. He's you'd, looking you'd, around you'd, you'd all get sick. perfectly normal. Bacterial meningitis and viral meningitis. They, yeah. they are, because that's what he gives himself, right? Well, I don't know no, exactly what it never, was. It's never explained I thought he gives himself typhoid gave him something. I thought they, I couldn't remember. I, I, All I know I, is I, they said like, if he picked the wrong one, he could have died instantly. So yes, it's just so sad. But he would at least maybe pooped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's right, some he upset no stomach diarrhea. Yeah. I don't know. Especially if you inject yourself with it. Yeah. Like, no fucking way, That's going right man. into your bloodstream. That's not like, you know, nah. I thought that was so silly. And then we could use it as camouflage. How? What's going on? Something oh, muted? No, I was looking at... No, oh. nothing's going on. Oh. I thought I heard something, but really it was my own dog. Just that it was a virus that doesn't actually say... It doesn't say which one? Yeah. That's so I'm dumb. I'm fairly sure it was either smallpox or meningitis. Yeah. I, I thought that it was bacterial meningitis. Because the one, the one doctor chick that was in Preacher, I don't remember her name, she's like... Uh, Ruth Nega. Mm-hmm. Ruth Nega. Uh, yeah. She she says something along the lines of like, well, you're going to want something bacterial because they're mm-hmm. they're easier to... They're not as quick and they're easier to, um, you know, get rid of. Gotcha. Can't think of words. Yes. I just thought, oh my God, it's so dumb. Yeah, it was a silly, like, like what? absolutely And this silly. is what this entire movie leads us up to, is this silly ass idea that injecting horrible diseases into us is somehow going to help us fight yeah. zombies. That's dumb. I agree. It's fucking dumb. Like... <laughs> Yeah, when he did, I was like, ooh, there's nothing else we could do here. No, this is so stupid. Yeah, Reddit said meningitis too. Sorry. And guess what? Bacterial meningitis is contagious. Like, who's to say you start giving this to people as camouflage and it doesn't spread through the ranks like super fast Mm -hmm. and you can't control it and starts... Okay, I've already said it enough. That's the dumbest idea I have ever heard in my entire life. You're not wrong. It's so stupid. And the fact that I already said it, but the fact that the entire summation of this movie is that makes the movie even stupider. Sorry, stupider. I don't like this movie. I think it's I bad. Tell. I think it's a bad movie. Bad. Bad movie. Which is cool because we haven't done a bad movie in a while. Mm. We haven't done a movie we didn't like in a while. That's fair. All right. I'm done. All right. I'll add a couple things, but really you said most of it. Yeah. Like we already said, I hate that he calls them Zeeks instead of zombies. Yeah. It's um, dumb. It's not really something to dislike, but like, damn, can you imagine being stuck in Newark, New Jersey? (laughs) No. Oh, man. Newark is terrible. Yes. Rough. Uh, And like, I know you really can't run people over or stuff, but sometimes the CGI like really, really is obvious in this movie. Yeah. Like the wall climbing part. Like, I get it. It's just like, it just looks so unreal at times. It's distracting to me. Every time they ran, I'm like, that's not. It still looks cool to me, Eh. even though it looked a little fake. Yeah. Um, When he breaks that door handle with the butt of his gun, I don't think that could happen. 
Probably not, no. <laughs> and like seriously, like we said, Jerry with the G, if you just turn your ringer off, a lot of the stuff wouldn't have happened. Oh my you God. You are a boner for getting everyone in that situation. That is a, yeah, a fucking idiot. Yeah. You worked for the UN. Like that, How did the reason survive? why the captain was distracted and was bitten because he was trying to like save Jerry's ass. Yeah, and they said he was on the ground in some really horrific yeah. world events. So like, come on. Like, why really? would you even, yeah. Really? So that you was like a big to... thing for me. It made me so angry. Yes, yeah, bad. Um, then also, like I said, like how many times do we get to run to a helicopter or an airplane? Like we said, it's just like, okay. That's where all the action happens. It's literally every piece of action happens. That's, and then that's like so I said, silly. the ending is pretty much so abrupt and it's just like, oh, let's explain what's happening with the rest of the world. And it's just like, oh, wow. We're not, we ran out of time, I guess. <laughs> One of the endings that I thought was cool that they had planned had to do with like Russia had enslaved like its civilian population Ooh. and was making them like fight the zombies. That and there was like some sh- It was some showdown between Brad Pitt and the zombies in Russia. Yeah. Um, I don't remember cool. exactly what I read, but it sounded cool. It sounded a lot cooler than the end of this movie. Anyways, that's oh, all I got. Oh, and also Brad Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt's wife was supposed to be having an affair. Oh, I did read in that. In a bunch of the original yeah, scripts. And he was supposed to like leave his family. The reason that he left and didn't come back, he didn't come back to her because that she was having an affair and he was like done with mm-hmm. her. And that was going to be his character, the way his character was released to like go yeah. all over the world to try to stop. Because I kicked his family out at that one point. That was messed up. Yeah. Ice cold. Yeah, they didn't even know he was dead. But um, Oh, I had one more thing. One more really silly thing. That dude... That uh, that was in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was twenty four. Uh, yeah, that was in the prison. Had all his teeth, teeth pulled out. out. Yeah, because North Korea yeah. pulled all of their citizens' teeth out. Yeah, like, no so teeth, they no can't bite. biting. Yeah, that's so dumb. That was pretty dumb. Yeah, that's really, dumb. really. And he. <laughs> oh, whoa. oh my god! Jeez. Jesus Christmas! Hold on. William Pause. has arrived. Just like every episode. Yeah, I think I was talking about the teeth being pulled out in Korea. It's just, it's just really silly. They called it like the. The biggest feat, the, the something, some yeah. biggest feat in the history of the world or something. Anyway, I thought it was silly. Cool. Is that it? Do you uh, have anyone add that you didn't like? No. Yeah. Didn't like the conversation we were just no, having. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, let's just do to our, recap uh... that conversation. <laughs> no. Do you have any creepy questions? Oh, right. We have two more segments in the show. Creepy questions. I do. I do not. Uh, what do you think is the worst place to get caught during a zombie outbreak because we have brad pitt and his family in philadelphia in bumper to bumper traffic that is a horrible place to get caught yes philadelphia would be awful uh atlanta (laughs) atlanta yeah (laughs) any big city i'm stressed out thinking about it yeah no no no, not just like a city but like i think that one time one time we were at a hockey game Oh, that would yeah. be awful. Do you remember we were talking about? And the, like, and the stadium would... you? Yeah. You, there's only one exit. Yeah. We Obviously, were talking like, about, like in the movie, a, an a airplane sports, would probably a, be up a there. A sporting event. Oh, an airplane would be yeah. the worst. Oh, the we worst. We saw that, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, I the, think airplane, airplane probably tops Their all solution to that was not very... Actually, I'll take airplane before I take submarine. Yeah. Or like <laughs> cruise ship. Cruise ship I was suck. on a cruise. <laughs> it was awful. Zombie there outbreak was, on a cruise ship. And it was a Disney cruise, so there was children everywhere. Uh, those little f- things could bite your ankles. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie outbreak on a cruise ship would make a great movie. It would. That would be amazing. Yes. Send someone an email. 
Yeah, so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm definitely going to say. send Jerry an email? Jerry with a G. Submarine is definitely the worst place for zombie outbreak. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be the worst for me. Yep. Like Agreed. Way underwater. Yeah. Because a plane, you know, plane going down, you jump out, you fall for a few seconds, and you're dead. Submarine, though, you're underwater. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds horrible. Uh, best place to be caught in a zombie apocalypse. Uh Probably just your home, right? The liquor store? The liquor <laughs> Alaska. Alaska. Prison. Prison would probably be the best place. Yeah. In your cell. Yeah, but then you're not going to get any food. Yeah, then you're not getting any. Because what if the guards turn? You're yeah. not getting out. Yeah, that's true. Prison's probably a bad place. Yeah. Prison's a bad place to... Just, just in general. You know, because of the dementors. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> the worst part about prison. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen Harry Potter. An underground bunker. Well, I was quoting The Office. Because Prison Mike... Oh, prison. That's the worst thing about prison. <laughs> right. The Dementors. <laughs> Why did he say that? I don't know. Because he was trying to pretend like he was in prison. Oh. Like he was trying to. Um, like yeah, I would say just at home. Yeah. Would definitely. probably be the best place to get caught. Because you just lock your doors and turn off all the lights and lay low. Or figure out what your plan is. Yeah. Let it all die down. I read, I don't remember what the book was called, but I read a zombie book. Um, years ago this was when walking dead was around and zombies were huge yes. this is 2010s and zombies were everywhere no matter where you went like your zombie culture whatever i read a book and that's what they the guy was a military guy he was a, like a survivalist dude he knew everything he was super smart um and that's exactly what he did he was at home when the, the mm-hmm. outbreak started and he just stayed at home for like a couple months and started venturing out and then eventually he started traveling and stuff but uh, he was able to survive pretty good at home with just making like runs to the whatever. Cool. Yeah. Right. That's not a bad idea. Freaky favorites? Let's do it. Freaky, 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 favorite, favorite, favorite. <laughs> Miming the words. Yep. All right. Your favorite kill. Mm. I'm going to go with everyone on the plane after they utilize the grenade, Um, even though that was crazy reckless. Like how lucky is that dude? Yeah. Like you said, like it didn't make sense, but it was crazy. So, and yeah. I guess it killed like most of the people. So, yeah, I'm not sure why they threw. So I guess it's a fair kill because the there airplane. is like there's nothing to choose. You don't yeah. like see anything. Yeah, I guess. I liked when the truck hit the cop. Yes, that's a cool kill. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it was the first kill too. Yeah, that you it was the first see. kill. And that one ma- makes me jump every time. Yeah, fuck the police. <laughs> well, that's not why. <laughs> but also fuck the police. <laughs> Anyway, uh, my favorite kill, it's not on screen, but just knowing that Tommy's dumbass father was killed by zombies makes what me happy. What a dork. What an idiot. You have a dude that works for the UN that like... Yep, he's a dude. What a fucking douchebag. This pride. Well, he just... Because like the people idiot. on the TV said the best thing to do is to stay home. Yeah, but you have, so. you have a professional badass telling you like... Yeah, a professional you, badass that's a total stranger. Yeah. You don't know him. him. I would have listened to him 100%. I don't know. I would have. You worked for the UN. I would have asked him questions like, what did you do? Well, there was a you but they also barrier. had like a yeah, language barrier. Yeah, They had a translator right there. Dude, That Tommy's dad didn't want to hear a word of it. He was like, do you... Ha-, uh, Brad Pitt was explaining. He was like, movement is life. You know, we need to move. And he's I like, know, do you need anything else? No questions, well, no inquiries. because like he's getting information no. from him. He's also getting information from the reporters on the TV. who are saying like you are supposed to stay home, blah blah. Like wait, but he didn't even try to talk to Brad. Pitt. But he doesn't know him. I like I, would, I could say I work at the UN too. Mm, I would have yeah. talked to him. I don't know. I think it's I think that dude sucked. Eh. 
at least talk I mean, to the guy. Yeah, whatever he's You done. said you worked in dangerous places. What does that mean? You know? Right. Like, Strip give clubs. me some examples. Do you have any credentials? Can you show me your ID? Do you have, like, because I'm but he's, sure Was Brad he Pitt retired? He was, but he still probably would have had something. Mm. Anyway. Glad he died. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite character. Uh, mine is the scientist zombie outside of that vault uh, like that kept chattering and doing oh, the funny motions with his mouth or his teeth. So I loved it. It was silly. So cheesy. He was like, nah, 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 yeah. <laughs> chatter, chatter, chatter. It was I so loved annoying. It. Well, I didn't think any of the human live characters were that wonderful. Yeah, I didn't either. Except for the guy who made the wall. That was like it. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. That backfired. It, that reminded me of that was so over the top and silly. That zombie in you know, the teeth chattering and stuff. It reminded me of the overacting in Thirty Days of Night. Fair. Where the vampires are like so like cheesy, over bit. the top. I like that movie too, but anyway, I, I didn't think it worked here. I thought it was corny. Eh, whatever. Your favorite character? Jerry. Jerry with the tree. Hello, my name is Jerry. My favorite character, just because I had to pick somebody. And right? I Isn't think it of hard? Anyone. I guess Segan, even though I hate eh. the way that she daintily drinks her. I know. Her, uh, her airplane bottles. Which we didn't talk about that scene either. They'd really downplay the fact that she had her, her, her forearm cut yeah, off. Yeah, she seemed mostly okay. They poured alcohol on it and wrapped yeah. it up. What? And she was just like, oh, she would have been dead. In like an hour, she would have bled out. They didn't cauterize yeah, the wound. They didn't, they didn't do anything. It, yeah. He's just like, here, let's clean it up. Maybe we did what? that off screen. She I would don't have know. been bleeding profusely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing is bad. Bad movie. Bad movie. Bad. Naughty movie. <laughs> um, your, your favorite line. Oh, there favorite aren't many. So, um, uh, looks like we just woke the dead out of respect for all. Uh, for all others please turn off all pagers and cell phones <laughs> it's after like his phone rang okay and i was like okay we can still joke <laughs> even though shit's right, about yeah, to yeah. hit the fan i would have turned around and killed him i'd have been so mad like for real dude yeah but you're in a situation you don't have time you so yeah. did you have a favorite quote not really no i like that one though <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of good uh, lines uh spine is divine but knees are just fine that's <laughs> yeah, my like favorite line. Thing, i think yeah <laughs> Uh, that was a cool line. I also liked the whole movement his life, movie Miento es Vida stuff that he yeah. was saying. And not because it was a cool line or whatever, but because because it's like really good advice. And if I ever find myself in this situation, yeah. like you know that the best thing to do is to keep moving. Yeah. If you stay put too long, you're going to die. So anyway, uh, and the stupidest line. Which I, there were lines like this in the movie where it's just like, what? Why did you say that? Um, one of the soldiers says after they were describing the zombies turned in Korea or whatever in their in their little prison, uh, he goes biting everything like fat kids like Twix. <laughs> what? This doesn't even make any sense. Biting everything like fat kids bite Twix. Maybe you meant eating everything like yeah. fat kids eat. Like yeah, probably. What? It didn't make. He it. probably <laughs> meant to say like fat kids love cake or whatever. You know, yeah, like Fifty Cent did. It, didn't, it didn't make any sense. I thought it was really stupid. Anyway, anything else? Oh, we that's good? It. Are we done uh, with episode Well, episode let's episode do it overall. Who do you recommend or don't recommend World War Z? Mm, I mean, if you're a zombie movie completionist, you're going to watch you're this. You're going to have to, right? But I, nah. I don't think I recommend it. I don't I th- think it holds I up think, anymore. I think you can skip it. You recommend it though, right? 
I don't know anymore. <laughs> See, <laughs> look at what we did. <laughs> See, that's what this show does. One of us. It forces one you to look us. at the movie for what it is. And a lot of times it's like, well, uh, okay, the movie sucks. Yep. But it is entertaining at parts. It's just, yeah. it's just so silly. Yeah. It's so silly and the ending is really bad. I don't really think there's too many redeeming qualities, to be honest. Nah, after this whole conversation, like I don't if, think so either. I'm going to go ahead and if say there I was don't like recommend. gore and stuff, it probably would make it better for me. For but horror fans, yeah. I don't. I don't it's have that. It's kind so. of a benign, bloated, big budget, yeah. skip it movie. Benign, yeah. bloated, big budget all the b words that's funny because i definitely bitch. wouldn't I, I wouldn't have said that at all in 2014 i know i'm shocked it but yeah. re-watching it i was so meh okay yep. that's all right that. that'll do it for episode 85 thank yes. you for joining us amanda yes, thank you so much so you're nice welcome having you on you should come on more i think the last time you came on was jo- oh uh john carver's vampires mm. uh no found us i believe either this episode or next episode and I know podcasts don't do this, but this is we're coming up on our two-year anniversary. Whoop, whoop. We're doing the show for two years now. Gosh, what was I thinking? What were you thinking? Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find us on the internet, at, at Instagram, at Forsaken Cinema, and on Facebook, at Forsaken Cinema. And you can visit our website, ForsakenCinema.com, Woo! where you can message us, tell Buy us what merch. you think of the show, suggest movies. You can also message us at i almost just said my personal email <laughs> yeah go for it anymore. charles no. boners that, uh, that's my that's <laughs> my email charles boner uh no you can email us at forsaken cinema podcast at gmail.com and yeah totally should drops a line um we are available on all of your podcasts yes. and platforms Stream and you, wherever you're listening please rate review subscribe share follow all that stuff Every, all the stuff we say <laughs> do every it. episode. Yes. Do all of it or we'll eat your brains. Yes. That nope. is it. That's it. Did I do it? You did it. We did it. Good job. Episode 85. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.